the What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Sucker Punch. Uh. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or Blu-ray, press play, press pause when the Warner Brothers logo curtains up. At the first frame you perceive of all legendary pictures on curtains, press pause. In the second, I'll say three, two, one, a pause. At which point, I'll press play. You'll press play. Watch the movie together. Perfect sync. I'll be like another commentary. Except for the four friends in your head. Those friends, Nicholas, always D. Christie. Our friend Brian Lee. Greetings. Michael Dorkman Scott. I have not watched this movie sober, and I will not watch this movie sober. <laughs> Trading Music Stokes. Uh, hi. How you doing? Did you notice how fast I got through that? That's because I figured yeah. anyone listening to this episode, not much of an attention span. True. Yeah. <laughs> you, right? you might want to clearly say, again, the legendary pictures logo on a curtain. Yeah. That's where the Warner Brothers logo curtains up. And then all that's left is legendary. At the first frame, you perceive of all legendary and no Warner Brothers. I'm sitting here and I didn't know what you said, so that's, <laughs> that's all right. Anyway. Now, um, now you're going to be in perfect sync, which is going to make your viewing experience so yeah. much more clear. <laughs> it's, uh, you're not going to understand the story otherwise. Yeah. Anyway, Sucker Punch is um, – I really enjoyed Sucker Punch. And it's, pro- it's a problem. I was not looking forward to doing this commentary. <laughs> it's a problem I have. It's I was, uh, I was not thing. looking forward to this commentary because if you think of every movie in Down in Front terms – it doesn't really hold up that way. Uh, it doesn't affect me on a I love the hero's journey in this movie kind of way. I compared it at the time to watching an album. If you think of most movies as if they're like the, pre- the visual presentation of a book, this is the visual presentation of an album. This movie doesn't hold up on any of those levels, and I have a lot of <laughs> ideas for how it could have been a great movie. Uh, it's just not that. It is not that. And I can only like it for the same reason I like Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. I have no idea what's going on. I have a lot of trouble following it, but it's so much fucking weird fun just to watch this happen. That I'm with it. Brian? I saw about the first 15 or 20 minutes of this in the theater before I just passed the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe that any human could go to sleep during this movie. That, I, I could that's sleep the one thing I would anywhere. think would not happen. Um, you fell asleep in Transformers, didn't you? I no. did. That's true. He, but that's... Yeah, come on. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Only in the uh, ending when it was real quiet and everything was very sedate. But it's, it's true. It's like, what the fuck is going on here at all? I, I, I distinctly remember... The, the moments, uh, you know, the first 10 minutes or whatever it is is in the, the, the hospital, and then we go into the, the bordello, and it's like, what the fuck? Uh, and then I completely miss the rest of the movie, so I had no <laughs> idea. Rewatching, I go, okay, that's, there is actually, that is actually a framing device. It still doesn't make anything that comes between the framing device make any sense. There's like three framing devices but, down. Is, yeah, yeah, but, but they never come back up. up. Yeah. I will actually, this movie on a story level absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. I will, however go so far as to defend this movie and say that I'm glad it exists. And I think this is one of the most beautiful sequences of images ever put together. And as far as that goes, it's it's pretty. It's, it's, it's a win. It's nice to look at. Yeah. I'm never going to watch it again, yeah. but I'm glad somebody took the time to paint that. Let's put it in a museum installation. Yeah. That. People if, can just walk by and go, huh, I wonder what the artist yeah, meant. What was Nothing. the artist thinking walking. That? Yeah. If this were in the Getty, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, on the down and front level, on the story level, it it's just it's Brazil, but it's like ninety percent. Oh, 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 don't even go there. No, but now. it's Brazil in a bad way. It's oh, okay. Brazil in the sense of but, it very much feels like it wanted to be Brazil. Yeah. But it, yeah, it does. It's not pulling off what Brazil pulled off. So which we'll get into. Darkman. Um. Yeah, I saw it. I don't remember when Fourth of July or something. Another another American holiday. And the we chat room Joe around. calls it Derp Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> Brazil. Okay. It's 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 Brazil. If basically basically what happens, Zack Snyder watched Brazil while listening to some yeah. other soundtrack. <laughs> he just had some other soundtrack. I, on s- Brazil I said at the time, not mute. to skip ahead, but I said at the time, I think it's on my Twitter feed. I said I said that this movie is uh, Michael Bay times David Lynch divided by Brazil uh, minus the third act. Yeah, that was my. It was like this. Kind of, I feel almost this 
pretty much the same. And the, here's here's another controversial statement, or for some people it will be. Oh my god! This go. movie, no, this movie to me strikes me, and it's the same as Pan's Labyrinth. In my opinion, Ooh, oh. um, it's got essentially the same story. It actually makes slightly more sense <laughs> than Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> that is true. Does, I'll give you that. Um, in terms of how how the uh, dream sequences are tied into it, uh, but ultimately, it, it it is a very simple story. Just as like the story, you can you can basically you know talk about it. It's the same as Pan's Labyrinth. It's like this chick's in a really unpleasant situation, and so she dreams <laughs> the about end. these. She dreams about these fantasy things to to escape from it. The end. In that sense, I think it's actually better executed than, than Pan's Labyrinth, but That's it's true. so loud and Michael Bayish that people give it less credit because they're like, oh, it's a big, you know, but, but then Pan's Labyrinth. Because it doesn't have the thoughtful veneer. Exactly. Yeah. The, 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 pretense. the pretentious uh, veneer. Pan's Labyrinth is in Spanish, so it must be oh, art. Oh, serious. This, this thing is like, oh, well, you know, there's, there's teal and orange, so it must be retarded. It's like they're the same <laughs> movie, practically. But. Um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a very simple thing. The only the problem is the same as with Pan's Labyrinth. It's like the the relationship between the fantasy sequences and the real world. There is none. They they just happen <laughs> yeah. and then they stop happening. And it's like I'm watching this for two hours and I don't. Under, it's like we've been talking about it again and again. I want to sit down with Zack Snyder and go, Why did you tell me that story? <laughs> Why did you and and if we run out of things, we should do like like he did here. If we run out of things to talk about, we should just start telling just, these meandering stories. <laughs> Somehow it all fits together. That are kind of awesome, and then just this trail one time off. It's summer <laughs> camp. I would. I got to tell you my my summer camp story. But uh, yeah, this is the only other time I'm going to watch this movie <laughs> ever again. Trey. Yeah. Um, weirdly enough. Uh, in the end, though, I think my my feeling on this movie most closely resembles Teague, which is, which is like, okay, that it's like a force of nature. It's like that happened, and uh-huh. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> and let's just rebuild. It just yeah, <laughs> I can just go on with my life after having life goes on. Yeah, live through it. Um, and one of the things about it, this movie, that kind of makes makes it special in my personal life is it's one of the very few movies in the past. It's many years that I actually went to the theater to see. I mean, of all the movies that I, oh, I didn't see that. In the why theater. on earth? Well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. It's good that we're having a podcast. There's a microphone in front of me because I can elaborate on that. Um, just or give your from the ad campaign. From the ad campaign, and there's no, you know, there was no missing the ad campaign and the posters and the style of the posters and the look of it. I'm like, girls in lingerie with machine guns and dragons. This might be the most awesome movie ever made. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie every chance to be the most awesome movie ever made. And clearly, it's a movie that I need to see on a big screen. If this, you know, the, whatever the value of this movie is going to be, I need to see it on the big screen. And so opening weekend, I was like, all right, I'm going to make the trek down to the movie theater, which I don't normally do. Oddly enough, the other movie we're doing today is one of the other examples of that uh, in the past year that I, I actually made a point of going to see in the theater. But, and I sat there, and about you know, 30 minutes in, I realized, like, okay... This movie's not going to make any damn <laughs> sense. But I'm so happy <laughs> that I came to see it in the theater because I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to completely shut off the logical half of my brain and watch the B-52 bomber. And I'm going to look. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to be here. I'm here for the hot girls in the lingerie with the dragons. That's all they're going to give me. But they're going to give it to me like crazy. And I'm just going to be happy with that. And and in the end, I was. I was really shocked by how it didn't turn into anything at the end. I thought Zack Snyder might just pull a rabbit out of a hat that's going to just rock my world. He tries. And he, yeah, he yeah. tries. There's there that's is a thing the, that the title almost sucker punch. brings yeah. it together, but But not quite. Uh, the way I characterized it is I said this earlier to Brian. I said I said and then just when I thought he might actually pull the shit together, 
because the third act is going to be awesome. I think he's going to, he might actually pull it all together in the third act. Uh, they rolled credits and there was no third <laughs> act. Um, just as I thought, okay, now we're going to start to bring it all together. They stopped making the movie and they called it done. And I was like, okay, well, you got me on that one. But the, Fooled it, the you. It, yeah, the images, the images on the screen were <laughs> fucking awesome. And I'm, I'm just going to have to go. We got that out of it, and yeah. I'm actually kind of okay with it, and not, and not somehow not offended by the fact that this was, you know, the definition of the word eye candy. This movie is, and and I don't find it as offensive as other movies that we classify as eye candy. I don't know why. Maybe we'll find out this time. Cool. The second time I watched it because you there is a point where it, where you clearly get the opportunity to go all right i'm checking out of, i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to stop expecting anything more yeah, just, whereas other other eye candy movies continue to pretend that maybe they're going enough, somewhere maybe this one it. this one just goes you if uh, beyond this point abandon yeah. all hope yeah. if, you're, if you're if you're still looking for that that's on you each individual piece of the movie is exquisite and yes. yet it's yeah. just like mm, they just don't okay. go together in any yeah. way shape or form yeah anyway uh, and in the chat room, Dr. Submarine is troping. So at the point where the legendary logo uh, has taken over the screen and the Warner Brothers logo, someone has to grab that remote because I don't know how that oh, thing works. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, the Warner Brothers logo is gone and all you see is the legendary logo like we are here. Put your finger on the button. Three, two, one, unpause. Sucker punch. <laughs> See what it, we did it sounds there? like the punchline to the aristocrats. That's yeah, a sucker punch. So, okay. So she's in a, she's in a, a, a yeah. mental institution. She's about to get lobotomized, but then she's actually in a bordello, and she has to dance. And, this. Yeah. and at the very end, sucker punch. <laughs> it's actually the funny, the title, if you think about it, because I think what the title refers to. You have to, you have to go back through and ask yourself, what did Zack Snyder think the sucker punch was? And I think it's that spoiler, if it matters. I think it's that this is not a story about baby. It's doll. not baby doll yeah, story. And that baby punch. doll is a lobotomized yeah. husk at the end of this movie. Like, is that what it's? Now, the I other thing so. I've heard yeah, is that's that the, intention. the sucker punch is that you spend this whole time fetishizing these girls, and at the real at the end, you realize they're human and they all like die. That and is that's supposed to be the sucker punch. That well, that's no. part. Of, that's not something he's doing intentionally. He's there is an interview with him where he's saying like, this is. You know, they live in our bordello and are forced to dress in these skimpy outfits for these creepy guys that, uh, you know, are are lusting after them in, in in dark rooms with, you know, flashing lights. What does that remind you of? And it's the illusion is very and on purpose of, no, these are nerdy. This is the it's nerds. Uh-huh. It's nerds <laughs> lusting after the schoolgirl outfit right. and, and the, the cosplay. It, it really is. It's a case. I was actually going, I can't wait to go to Comic-Con this year. Because <laughs> I'll be happy if some girls actually cosplay this movie. I'm fine with that. I, I have a friend of mine that... Sucker Punch came out before this year, Comic-Con. I didn't baby see doll. any baby dolls. Yeah, I didn't there, see there a was, single baby doll. There was. I'll, I'll pull up my friend. She's perfect. Awesome. She's a ringer. Sweet. It all depends on the face. It, no, it's, it's, it's not the cow, it's not the outfit. It's the face. I watched this whole movie and then I was like, "Baby doll." First of all, she doesn't look like a human being. She's like a replicant, but uh, <laughs> like, but most of the girls are that way. But uh, but then I realized that she's the girl from a series of unfortunate events, which yeah, I did Emily not Browning, mm. and she has the uncanny ability to look like attractive in this movie somehow. Because if you see her at, oh my, all right, yeah, <laughs> oh, well, hey, pretty close, like a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty close, nailed it. Well done. Uh, she has the uncanny ability to look hot in this movie uh, because if you see her in person, she has that thing where we're always saying the most beautiful people are like 70% mutant and then in the right light, it's just stunning. Yeah. Like if you saw Angelina Jolie from the side, it would terrify you. To get yeah, that I think shot. so. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Emily Browning, I think, is gorgeous in this movie. I had that. The one, the closest I've come to that, as I've mentioned this in other commentaries, is um, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. I've been in the physical presence of Elizabeth Hurley and it's kind of like 
she's so beautiful she's not human it's like that's not a real human being i always I'm thought she was really at, pretty yeah she oh, she is but she's like inhumanly pretty like she she came she she fell from the sky to dwell among us and learn our ways or something all right now the problem with this movie as i see it which is like the ultimate appeal to authority if t has a problem with this <laughs> that really doesn't work in this movie the problem is this is uh, this movie the framework of this movie in a sentence is it's a metaphor built in a metaphor which is sitting on top of reality. There's two metaphors on top of reality, and they're never quite explained. There's never quite enough of a, of a decoder so you know exactly what's going on at any given point, and you never know what the relevance of one is in the other. So you have this stakes problem right off the bat where you don't know what's going to happen if she dies in the dream. They don't say it. Morpheus isn't there, which helped last time, and yeah. Switch can't say not like this. Leonardo so, DiCaprio doesn't show up and right. give us a well, yeah, yeah, primer. You know, and, and that's, that's an issue. You, as, as, as far as stakes go, it's an issue because you don't know whether or not it matters if they die or you don't have really any, any concern for how that well, interacts well, with right. their life. And uh, secondly, you don't get exactly what the metaphor especially is. Especially in the you, fantasy She dances, sequences. which means she's fighting a robot with well, a sword. And, and she's, she herself is dancing, which means she's on a mission with the whole team of Fox Force 5 or whatever right. the hell it is. <laughs> Ketchup. You know, it's like, how, <laughs> ketchup. How, how does her dancing by herself translate into the five of them on this right. mission? Well, now, she's, she's like the distraction while they do whatever they're doing in the in the bordello. But it's like, I don't, the, the problem is, like, I, 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 I like the idea that they were trying they to do They could have made here. a really weird, cool movie out of this. Yes. Well, that, it is a weird, cool that's movie. That's one of the frustrating things about it is a you good, watch weird, it cool movie. and you're like, you know. I mean, so far. That's what I'm saying. At this point, yeah. I'm like, this is fascinating. Yeah. My God, Snyder, you're just Snydering the hell out of this, whatever it is. Yeah. I, it's, he's, it's definitely got a great and, – and I should give it the, uh, the credit that you guys did and I didn't in my intro, but it is definitely visually stunning. It's awesome. Visually, every single shot is is – Art, I, I will say, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I designed the Sucker Punch logo, which I think is probably the best thing about the movie. Mm-hmm. I love the movie, but I love the logo like a motherfucker. I'm not a big fan of the water effect they did on it, but I love the logo. Go, Alex. Uh, it just, it, yeah, it just ultimately um, doesn't, doesn't be could have hung together. That That's what's frustrating about it. It's like, this this almost could have been a movie. This almost could have been something really awesome as opposed to and like... That shit and cool. Yeah, well, they just... There were there was lingerie and dragons, and there sure was a hell of a lot of it, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you, Trey. I don't think you can sum this movie up with just thighs. I think you need legs. Well, yeah, I think yeah, this I movie mean, is... It goes down to legs. the calves, at yeah, least. At least. least. Yeah. And there's a little bit of foot fetishing going on. But in one of the legs had a rotation plasty. Oh, oh, Brian's Sorry, up. I don't believe that about the movie, but we just—I just told Ryan about rotation plastics last night, and he was chewing on his yeah. own the whole night. <laughs> Google it. Feel free to Google. Have you it. seen? Because Mike, you're as squeamish as I am. Have I'm you seen not, rotation no, plastics. I heard he tweeted about it. I'm like, fuck you. Yes. <laughs> I didn't quite like understand fully the tweet, and I was like, I'm okay with that. Let's say it's Linux House for the mentally insane. Yeah. Is there another kind of insane? Uh, Is there physically insane? Have you seen that video that D. Lou just put out where it's the guy walking to the store? That's physically insane. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's a good question. Good point. But they didn't. Okay, Michael, what's the um, what's the note you give to David Snyder when he's writing this? David well, Zach I don't Snyder. know who that is. Zach Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> the note I why, give is, why are you in my office? Are you, who are you? <laughs> I thought you were going to be Zach Snyder. How'd you get in here? <laughs> are you Zach's brother? Anyway, what's the note? Um... I guess the note would be try and find a way, like exactly what Brian was saying. What are the or and I, or what you were saying? I, I said steaks. Yeah, he said Ste- legs. Okay, <laughs> stake the legs. Um, no, uh, stake the leg, Johnny. The the okay. So it was what you were saying. Um, what are the stakes? Clarify the stakes. What will happen 
if they don't manage to shoot all the orcs with their biplane or whatever. <laughs> or whatever the fuck was well, going if, on. If the dragon gets them, what am I supposed to be worried about? Like, like why should I care about this? Because that's not clear at all. I don't get the sense that... I don't get the sense that, that something going wrong in the world will cause an, an will, will have right. an effect. And I, I want to get that sense. I want a more direct understanding of that sense. So so I'd like to I and we I mean we get that on the train when there's sort of a, a thing, but it's like train is where it's the most clear. Well, the yeah, train but is you, the but most but clear. At that point you've spent an hour and a half not thinking it right. And then it's not that something happens on the train and then it becomes the real world. It's like in the real world Aside from the fantasy in the train, oh, someone got killed, so it's like, oh, I better work that into the fantasy now. You know, is is it, it's, it's like backwards. when it's like when you're dreaming and you get that external stim. You know, your alarm clock goes off and you work the alarm clock off. You know, you work that into your dream. It's, yeah, it's you're dreaming, and so this outside circumstances kind of I, as opposed to the the interior of the dream getting a sense of this is this, this matters. This is a translation yeah. of it. I, I think if you had to boil it down to one word, I think the word would be relationship. You don't understand yeah. the relationship of the fantasy sequence or what's happening or what they're doing in the fantasy, how that relates and how that's what's happening in whatever the real world actually is. Yeah. Whether that's the bordello or the mental hospital or whatever. And I love, the, I, again, I love the idea of making it more exciting and crazy and turning it into this wild thing. It's all in this other girl's mind. So it's like, and she's crazy. She was <laughs> in an asylum. So of course, when she retells the story later, that's what's happening here. She's retelling the story of what happened. And she's like, yeah, and then the, the dragon came after us because like, she's just processed it through her madness and it's right. become this other thing. So that's cool. But it's like, as we're watching it, I want... I, I want to be able to engage with it emotionally because otherwise, after a while, it's like, wow, he she shot someone else. That's and, yeah. And, and now they're shooting know. these faceless guys. Yeah. And now they're slicing through these faceless guys. Yeah. And you don't understand the relationship of because telling any story on a sociological level is tell teach human beings how to get along with other human beings. Yeah. Here, this is how you relate to other human beings, and this is how not to relate to other human beings. If you don't have that component in there somewhere, then it's like then then you're lacking the the central core reason why we tell exactly. if I, and i i wanted to i actually wanted to watch this with the with the the commentary or he like walks onto the screen and he's like hey guys i'm zach snyder and like right here on it turns into like <laughs> really? picture in picture yeah it's the total movie experience he oh, did it on wow. watchmen and i saw on the features list that it's on this blu-ray as well uh but i didn't have a chance to to watch that but that's that's the closest to sitting down with zach snyder and going explain yourself <laughs> what the fuck dude what why did you tell me that story go ahead i i go ahead I'll give you your shot to explain. Well, based off of the one... But I didn't have a chance to, so maybe he's got a really good reason, and I just don't know it. Based off of the one interview I read, it was... He just wanted to do this... It, it, it strikes me as what he was trying to do was a very experimental thing. He wanted to make an expert... I don't... He doesn't use this term, but I think what he wanted to do was make an experimental film and... and well, he did the and, hell out of that. And yeah. play with the structure. And I think he did. I think he succeeded at what he set out to do. Mm-hmm. And if we want... If, if that's how we're defining a successful movie or not, I think this movie is successful. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe this is Wizard of Oz, man. We'll, we'll get it in 30 years. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't if, think if so. His idea Did they not experimental, get it at the time? It, people didn't like Wizard of Oz at the time. It wasn't a hit. It wasn't popular. No. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, uh, it, it, I, I've heard someone say this. I don't think it was from Snyder. It might have been one of us. Say, this movie is to visuals what a musical is to songs. 
Musical is it, a it, show it, that integrates it, songs in a way that they just stop the story to present the song, and hopefully the part nope, of the story but, is nope. in the song. It, well, it does share it does share a quality of, with Scott Pilgrim in that sense, where you know, in Scott Pilgrim, instead of breaking out into song, they break out into fight scenes. But a good musical should not stop the story for a song. The You're point telling of the guy the who wrote a musical and loves Alan Menken? I know that. My point, point is, is this movie takes takes the visual and makes a shorthand that it pre- presents in these weird little montages. Right, but which it's is not... like an abstraction of the idea of in the story of Little Shop of Horrors at one point. The, the song just takes over the story, and it becomes this little right, thing right. about the story. But what you said is it stops the story, and I misspoke. On. But that's fine. But no, I it, think it, it like jumps into an abstraction of the story in a different medium. I think you spoke correctly in terms of Sucker Punch because what Sucker it Punch does, stops what the story. It well, yeah, yeah. And it's like, continues, but what it should do is it's like sort a of musical. an argument about how well the abstraction works with yeah. whether or not you get that when she's fighting the giant Hun with the eyes of fire in the snow. That's her dancing and explain and, 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 and my puzzle was up the or, yeah. or whatever it is. Well, how does that help them get the? Or key is them and- just sort of like I'm going to seduce the cook and get the key from him of some extreme version of what yeah. they're to be? But then it's oh, you don't understand the relationship right. of the metaphor to the yeah. real. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so here we go. Now that I've seen the movie, it's like okay, right here, everything until. Ten seconds before the closing credits is now some kind of fantasy scene so, it, that's well, happening yeah. in her head, sort yeah. of somebody's head. The, yeah. Well, the, well, the thing is that that the 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 lines go by really quickly, um, but they they say you know he, after after he he does it and she's like oh it's like she wanted me to and she's like oh she caused trouble she's been here for three weeks and she set shit on fire and blah blah blah. So what happens in this movie did happen. Like like this is this is actually not just a fantasy sequence, but it's also being told out of order in a sense because all of these things. In the at the asylum level of this of the story, actually do happen. She does she does mm. get some inmates together and they do like steal some shit and set some stuff on fire and one of them escapes and and yada yada. He, she does say that, but it's it's told out of order and the lines go by so quickly that you can get the sense that none of this actually happened oh, in the moment before okay. the thing. So the, the, this happening is what drove them to lobotomize her <laughs> ultimately, or drove them to to do it quicker. Ah. Okay, so, that's, that's, that, that, that makes sense. I get, I get I, that. Uh, okay. In the chat room, uh, Doc Sub points out a great show about the, uh, the, you know, the fire and the key and all that stuff. They're called plot coupons. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and you can, you, can, you can think of all the places that those have been. But that's it. But uh, Yeah, and that's exactly true. But you really feel it here because you're like, you need a key and a map and a blah, blah, blah. And you're like, w- w- why? What do those do? What do right. those accomplish? And, and you can kind of... You can kind of think back and go, it's like, oh, well, you need a key to get out if they're trying to escape, and they, need, they want the map of the facility to know where the exits are and stuff like on that. The fire Why do they need the fire? Oh, they need the fire diversion. to, 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 to diversion yeah. and shut down the, yeah. the security so system. So it does kind of make sense, but it's, it's so, like, afterwards you have to be like, oh, I guess that was That was somewhere. making sense at the time, but I didn't know it was. Yeah. Just to jump, jump into the mundane, it's like, well, look, there's Jenna Malone. That's the girl from Contact. Young Ellie Sattler. Yeah. And then uh, also we've got Carla Gugino, who's a veteran of Guess Her, and I like her. I think she's really good and stuff. Um, again, there's a really good, amazing cast in this. I mean, the cast is great. And, and Although Scott Glenn is kind of like, what are you doing here, Scott Glenn? Scott Get out Glenn. of there, Scott Glenn. You are not a girl with thighs. You are Scott Glenn. <laughs> And his 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 role, you know, the Yoda E role, I guess, is is kind of the most superfluous for me in the whole movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, because like literally, he shows up and speaks in nothing but aphorisms. You gotta stand for something, or you'll fall yeah. for anything. Right. Oh, and what? one more thing, which is they're very clearly doing a a thing out of it, but it's the the way they do it. It's very clearly like, oh, we know this is a cliche, and we're having fun with it, but. You're still not really doing anything interesting with it. Right. Just having this him movie, do it over by and over the way, again. thighs. <laughs> this movie, I disagreed to me. This movie has like 
10 different kinds of gimmick structure. Yeah, it's got the, yeah. every time you're going to learn something from Scott Glenn. Every time you got to get a new thing off the list. And it's just like, it's got a bunch of different things like that, where it's asking you to, you know, well, every time you're doing a better dance, and the stakes are getting higher. And it's like, it's got six each, little Each fantasy is like its own little movie and yeah. stuff like that. But and, and, and it's not clear. What's not clear to me is whether or not the fantasies, because of Scott Glenn, as they're, as, you know, uh, uh Charlie or, or whoever I think of this. Um, thighs. He, uh, uh, it's unclear to <laughs> it's me. It's a room full of thighs. <laughs> it's unclear to saying. me whether or not the fantasy sequences are supposed to take place in the same world or if they're entering new fantasy worlds each time. I would have liked it if, it, if that were a little clearer. Like, and now we're in this kind of movie, and now we're in right. that kind of movie. Or, if know. it were more of a Tarantino thing, we're like, okay, now we're going to go into the Western, exactly. and now we're going into the Kurosawa film. Exactly. But yeah. instead it was, it, we just put them all in a blender, <laughs> and we're pouring, <laughs> but, we're pouring out a shot yeah, each I time. No with that. I, I, I got Kill no Bill worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kill Bill worked. I, I got to say, I got no problem with that either. It's just, it maybe it's, you, because it's not clear, because there's no, you can't really tell an internal consistency between the, you know, where the samurai land in that, if that were one fantasy world, where the samurai land and the Nazi zombie lands, right. where they fit together. Right. And, and of course, the other problem is, ultimately, I think the movie is, uh, because of the lack of, of stakes and a clear relationship, because um, right now, watching it, Without sound on, you you know, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm going, this is a pretty movie. Yeah. I gotta say, yeah, and it's we're, just it's stunning. And we're talking through it and having a conversation. So it we, this movie this time through may not strike me as as dull as it is, <laughs> and that's the yeah. problem. It's just a kind of a dull. It's loud. It's not even that loud, or maybe we just didn't have it turned up when we watched it. But it's just a dull movie, and it's just I light did, and sound going. Blah, 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 and I'm I, like, yeah, you did that already. Yeah, I did find myself well, the one time I watched it. This is the only second time I've ever seen it. Is is I did find myself thinking, okay, now that I am r- pretty sure. This isn't going to make a lick of sense. Just get me to the next fantasy sequence. Right. Just enough with the okay and the sadness and the depression and oh the terrible girls. Just just show me the next clip. Right. Just can yeah. we just go to the next clip? I think I think that's that's part of the problem is this bit here this this whole asylum thing. It's like ex- exactly what you said. It's like if you're not going to make sense, movie, don't don't try. I yeah, yeah don't. Pretend, it's like now you're about to try. ask. Is there a virtue in if something doesn't make sense? Make it make less sense, and people will just think you're a weird abstractionist. <laughs> Basically, well, it, it works be. for Terrence Malick. I was getting, yeah, I was getting the, I was just getting the sense of you keep trying to act like this half of it makes sense, mm-hmm. and, and and that it matters. Yeah, and I'm just not getting that. And you know, maybe that's me. Maybe there's someone who can you know connect all those dots. But I was just like, well, now I'm just, I'm just. This now is, I'm I'm in it for I'm just here for the eye candy now, yeah. and I'm just gonna yeah. wait until you give me some more eye candy. Well, I, I think it's that's, tasty. That's the issue when we're we're in this world. There's just some there's a dull quality to it. It's you we know, or at least we're we're believing at this point that this is the drama. This is whatever stakes there are. They exist in this world, right? This fight with the, with the cook. That's what matters. But. It's not. It's just. But actually, it's, no. It's dull. Yeah, and, yet, and actually, no. yeah. And in the final analysis, it doesn't. But it, it's just like the the scene um, where they're like, "Okay, we're gonna do this," and no, you're not gonna do that. But come on, we all need to be in this together. Okay, let's do it. Let's escape. There's just there's something in the performance and the presentation of it. It's, well, and they're well, all they're all good actresses. That's, that's the other problem. I, it's not. I, I think it's a presentation more the the performance because they're performing the hell out of it. You know, no, they're crying it's, it's, they're and the good. tears. They're, get, they're, but but it's like, oh, I think there are a lot of scenes where. 
there there's something in the performance and i think it's they're all excellent actresses so i think it's something in the direction of it but it's just like they're in the performance there is not this well the problem is it's it's what they've innocent to do and it will, i mean we'll get i there. love this moment though by the way this is this is a great where she's she's like no no everything's fine you know okay yeah. let's just let's just go i don't want to be late so that's that's real humanity yeah, right yeah. there that we don't get anywhere else in the movie. Yeah, right. I think I think Jenna Malone is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. I think her kid Rocket. I think she's overall yeah. she's my favorite character. And definitely right. the strongest performance. Yeah. Uh, but uh, oh, I forgot what we were saying. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Talk about whether or not it makes sense. I I literally found myself in these sequences not even trying to parse what was being said or what was happening and literally just humming the production design. Right. Just going, look at the look at the wall. Look at the texture on those walls. They're all thighs. thighs. But look at the texturing. I wonder yeah. if the art department did that texturing. There's more thighs. The, but uh, I wonder if, you know, and she's like, it's like her costume is really nice. What, so. I, what I wanted to say is that those See, scenes... See, look at that sign. Somebody worked really hard. Those scenes <laughs> each, each That's hit... What I'm those scenes each hit, like... They're they're only do it, it, it's very much a case of this is only happening because this is what's supposed to happen right now in this movie. It's like you know they have the moment yeah. where we we won't do this anymore. No, but come on. Yeah. Well, okay. It's I'm, like I'm not. I don't approve of this. But please, okay. Yeah, I'm like I don't. I I they're selling it as well as they can. Yeah, with what they're given. But I don't buy the trail of logic <laughs> the, the, <laughs> leading each each character the, the, the heart of the step. movie is not in those moments and the heart yeah. of the movie really needs to be in those moments if you're gonna have those moments in the movie yeah okay yeah, so exactly. thankfully here we go yeah finally the movie's reason to be here is about to reveal itself yeah and it's gonna be fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> there are so which one's this is the, the samurai samurai, samurai the with a yeah. right, she gun. doesn't even have a, a goal yet yeah. and and it's just like there's a samurai no, she gets with a the goals gun. from from Scott Glenn, yeah. but it's it's. I mean, but it's after, isn't it after she defeats the samurai? He goes, "Yeah, good job." Yeah. something like that. Something Some like that. There's thing. a couple. We've mentioned a couple things that uh, Docs have had a trope for. Just now, um, we were talking about Scott Glenn and all that stuff, or David Carradine. I can never tell them apart. <laughs> it's it's not, yeah, seriously, uh, yeah. it would have been David Carradine. Each other. It would have been David Carradine probably if they if we hadn't you know lost him. Because yeah. um, if he hadn't he, lost himself, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, did, one did you look in the closet? Is that Scott Glenn? Found him. Scott Glenn is a Mr. Exposition. Yep. And yep. Uh, oh, there's yeah. another show called All Orderlies Are Creeps. Yes. <laughs> Which is perfect. <laughs> that is true. That, I think T2, that, man. That, yeah, that guy transferred from the, the Sarah Connor. It, his hospital. name is Buck, and he likes to fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Here, true. Here's, the, uh, here's the Snyder quote. Uh, let's see. Wait, I lost it. No. Fuck, give me a second. I like how even the subtitles, the subtitles are like, it's really important to know who the artist yeah. and the, the... Because deaf people really know what Bjork feels like. <laughs> Here Army of Me is an awesome fucking track. It's my mm-hmm. favorite track off of the soundtrack. Go ahead. Do you not get the metaphor there? The girls are in a brothel performing for men in the dark. In the fantasy sequences, the men in the dark are us. The men in the dark are basically me. Dark, dorky, sci-fi kids. Hey. And, and there, there were a number of reviewers who did get that. They were wow. like, the, he's doing this. He's doing that on purpose. He's, he's going out of his way to make the movie that... These people want to see, and yeah. then going. You're kind of sick for wanting see, to see you're, that. You're just making girls dance for yeah. your pleasure. That's yeah. okay. You know see, what? See how hot I, these girls are in these costumes. You're a bad person. Eight seconds ago, <laughs> I just got this movie in a way I never got before. Thanks, Zach, for finally telling me what the fuck you were up to. Which, which, in that case, again, it's it's it's. It was the same thing that that I had with Three Hundred. I was like, he's actually kind of doing a thing here that's pretty cool, and I wanted to see that happen here. And unfortunately, the movie itself can't tell you that. You need Zack Snyder <laughs> yeah. to tell that's, you what's that's, going that's on. why I love Inglorious Bastards. I think that's what Inglorious Bastards is doing with that kind of movie. It's going, oh, you you want to see you know Jews just fucking slaughter Nazis, huh? Uh-huh. 
well, that's propaganda, right? Do you realize that's propaganda? Mm-hmm. And here's Nazi propaganda. And you go, boo, boo, Nazi propaganda is bad. I like it. Well, I wanted him to do propaganda, though. I'm like, yes, I know, I know. Yes, yes, Quentin, I know that's propaganda. That's what I hired oh, you, you guys for, talking about as far as I'm concerned. Oh, keep going. I love yes, this. Yes, we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck it. But anyway. I, that, that's why I like Inglourious Bastards. I think yeah. that's what he's doing. But then they shoot Hitler in the face. So it's <laughs> he, not, he does, but the, the point... He undermines I, that a The point bit. is, there's finally your propaganda after... Or in the middle of getting the Nazi propaganda, you go, yes, I fucking shot Hitler in the face, yes. Oh, wait, that's the uh, just the other side of the coin. Of no, that, I, I don't agree. We'll have to talk about All this right, when okay. we get to Hitler's I haven't seen the movie. I almost Seth has last a, night. Uh, Seth Brower, who's been Well, in Hitler the room. got shot in the face, spoilers. He's been yeah, in the room for a thousand recordings. Oh, no, there he is. Yep, he's, he's here. here right he's going to explain. Beginning. He's going to make it all clear. been in the room for a thousand recordings. He looks like a visual effects supervisor I know called John Mesa. Um Is in the room. He has a theory about this scene that he tried to explain to me and I don't get. So I'm going to have him explain it. Here's Seth Brower. Wait. He finally gets to be on the show. He's been here for so many recordings. So the theory I have is this is essentially this is essentially all the flashback. This is taking place pretty much right after she's arrived in the asylum. She's had her tour. This is okay, this is the situation that we're going in. We've seen her react to there's the key, there's the map. She's got that in the sure. back of her head, and now she's doing the dance for the first time. But the dance isn't real in the asylum. The dance, well, right. She's doing some stage oh, sure, yeah, show yeah. thing because we've seen that established on the in the set design. So she's doing something, and while she's doing this, she's realizing, wait, everyone's getting distracted because we when we cut back to the bordello level, everyone's like, whoa. Uh huh. So while she's dancing, she's realizing everyone's just engrossed by what I'm doing, and this I'm taking as whole. Uh, subconscious telling her, okay, you've got a thing now. By the way, you noticed the key and the fire sign and the map, and here's what you can do. You can use this dance that you're doing, or whatever and by it is, the yeah. way, go and get those things. So this is kind of her internally telling herself, this is what your uh, plot is going to be. This is going to be what you're doing. It's, oh Christ! It's, are we going to make sense of Sucker Punch? Are we going to end up? I think there go. might be sense here to be made. <laughs> I think that's perfectly fair. I mean, I, I mean, that's that's essentially what I was. While I was just watching it just without yeah. like, without ever articulating work. it. That's kind of what okay, I was thinking. So this the, was so too. so I guess. Oh God! So I guess <laughs> I guess that does actually go, make Mike. a little here bit of sense because because yeah no I still got half a shot here. Um. So because because. If the title Sucker Punch is referring to basically the, the twist not her at the story. end, and it's not her story, um, which doesn't really undermine what you were saying because it's just this other girl retelling what you just said from you know her understanding of what Baby Girl was going through at this point. So, um, and and you're saying that the whole thing is the whole thing is pointing a finger back at the audience the whole time, right. anyway. So so my question is the so basically if if those are the two levels of metaphor that are in there's the the element of while I'm doing my dance, you're distracted from what's really going on, right? In the in the asylum thing, right. so so this is while I'm doing the, the while I'm doing my dance, you nerds are distracted. <laughs> while, while while we've got the samurai and stuff like that, you nerds are distracted from what's really going on. My question is, what is that then? Is that right. is that what, what he's talking about? Right. With, what is what are you distracting me from? What are you distracting me from? What and are you I, actually I think doing that's I think the that's the issue. It's I think that's what he's trying to do in terms of th- these levels of distractions, but the actual truth that he's trying—if you know—we've talked about films as a magic trick. You know, right. look over here when you know the actual work is being done. You know, look over here yeah. in my right hand when the actual work is being done in left hand. I think I think that's what he's doing. Look over here with all the thighs and right. the fan service and the samurais in the right hand. 
but he doesn't actually have right. anything in his that's left what, hand. That's what's missing. I think at the end, and, and maybe we'll get there because we're working our way through and actually figuring this out, that it does actually make a little more sense than, than I certainly gave it credit for. Because um, it's like... Yeah, it, it should be a thing where at the end he's like, while you were while you were focusing on on the samurai and thinking, oh, isn't this cool? That never comes out, at least as I recall. <laughs> right. Here, here's that's what was actually happening in the Bedello or yeah. in the in the asylum. And and also there's the problem with with his his whole thing is like, while you were distracted with that because ooh, isn't it cool and flashy? A lot of us were going, that's not. I'm not really that entertained by this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't really distracted by it because honestly, it as, I was. as as gorgeous, <laughs> I'll, as, I'll go on record and say I was. <laughs> as gorgeous as these sequences are, by the third or fourth, as gorgeous as they were, I was still tuning out. Yeah, I was. St- yeah. You know, because the whole time you want to go, you're like, why? Why, why? why is this happening? Why? Yeah. Why, why are you telling me this in the first place? It's beautiful, and I, I and I'll go on record to say I wish I had worked on it. Yeah. I will say I wish I'd worked on it, but great um, demo reel fodder. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but I yeah. At this point, you're sitting uh, a lot like um, you know source code, which which was another thing that you you watch and you're like that was really clever, but it has the problem of being front loaded in the first hour with because of the way it's structured as as trying to trick you. You don't know that you ought to care about these things, you know, and, and maybe we will run into the same problem. So, just trying to answer your question, we could okay. say. In this one, because she doesn't have the other girls who uh-huh. are doing their mission while she's distracting them, and it was this mystery uh, exposition character saying, here's what you need to do, uh-huh. you could argue, uh, <laughs> this is essentially her fighting her doubt. She's like, no, that's not going to work. What, what are you talking about, essentially, in her mind? And by she- defeating the giant... She Golem doesn't look samurais. like she's doubting herself to me at all. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. But, I, but no, no, by it, defeating the giant golem samurais, she comes out of this revelation, and we cut back to the I, bordello, saying, yeah. "I can do this." I see what you're saying. This, I see what you're saying. And, and, and I and I was I I got that. I always got that from this movie. Again, it's like, and in the end, it'll all. You know, that's I mean, that's storytelling one hundred and one. Is like she overcomes her fears, and then she rallies the other girls, and then they roll fucking credits instead of yeah. bringing that to any kind of conclusion, right. well, any kind of conclusion that. in the real world. Yeah, this, this is I, I will. That's yeah. She's overcoming. Sure, the sam- then the, the, it's great, a hero's great. journey with thighs. The, then, then the samurai do represent something. The samurai are representing her. Her, you know, she she's she's her got own this great. She's got, well, she's got this great big world. You know, lined up against her, her you know, her stepfather and the asylums on the on his on his payroll and all this other stuff. Can she can she fight it? Can she do it? Yeah. She she doesn't know. She's willing to do it because obviously she's got some fight in her mm-hmm. uh, from from the very beginning. And she's an airbender. Yeah, what? And she's an airbender. That was but the, that was but, the well, moment. Like, well, the, what the fuck? It was very clear. I mean, it was never a mystery to me that it's like she's powerless essentially or seems powerless in the real world but here she's powerful sure of course and there's so that. there's yeah. that you know and then the, the powerful of you know she she finds her power in this fantasy world which then allows her to become powerful in the real world except it doesn't mm-hmm. so that was well, that's, that's the, where the that's, movie lost me that's the sucker punch that's you the sucker think punch. that's where it's going and then it tricks you <laughs> yeah which is like it's like okay. it, it's literally if that was the, if that's the point it's kind of like to deliberately set out a movie is like Yes, Isaac Snyder made a movie I knew you wouldn't like. <laughs> Enjoy. That's what. Except I, you that's can't. what I think it is. I that's think it's an experimental film. That it's 150 a, million it's dollars. A similar to make. thing. No, oh. no. This was only like sixty. Oh, was sixty. This, wow. this is a bargain. This movie is a bargain, and still didn't really make money yeah. back. But it's the same thing with uh, maybe maybe in that sense it's the same thing as Stranger Than Fiction, which I doubt we're ever going to wind up doing. Mm. But I'd love um, to do Stranger Than Fiction. I love okay, that movie. Okay, we could do Stranger Than Fiction because because the, the whole thing I know is that's a real love or hate kind of movie. The whole thing is it tells you it tells you what in the movie. It tells you 
this if we do this ending it's going to be a cheat mm-hmm. and and there are going to be people out there that aren't going to like it and and one of the char- because because the whole thing is that the spoilers ca- it's, for stranger than fiction spoilers for stranger than fiction um it's a it's you know a, a will ferrell is a character in this author's books but like he's occupying the same world as she is right. somehow so they're able to kind of run into each other so he's writing she's writing about his life and his life is actually happening and he's able to go and, and meet her and so she has to go i've you know, she she has this. She it's funny because she's having an existential crisis at the same time as her character is, and she's like, "Beat these people! <laughs> like that's what I do. I kill people in my books. They die horribly. Like wh- what kind of monster am I?" And she can't. She doesn't know if she can bring herself to finish to to do it in the end. Um, and she basically tells another character, "I don't think I can do it. Um, and if I if I don't do it." People aren't going to like it, mm-hmm. but but it's, it, she says something to the effect in the movie of "This is the ending that I've built, and now right. I'm not sure I can bring myself to actually execute." I can't bring myself the ending to I've built. Actually, do it. I want to give him a happy ending, and I know few people. Some people are going to feel cheated by it, and then the movie has a happy ending, and you're and it's totally you sit there like that was a fucking cheat, and then you're like, oh wait, the movie told me it was going to do that, <laughs> so now I don't know what to feel. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this is, this is a mind this is a mind fuck of a shot we're in the middle of right now. Which which is a whole, like, you know, we're going through the mirror. It's very Zemeckis-y, you know. Mm-hmm. Jenna Malone goes, yeah, I've done these before. I know how this works. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, I'll tell you how Bob did it, and you can just do it that way. But it's actually <laughs> quite elaborate with, um, you know, I, I, I you, you said, uh, did you, you haven't read the Cinefax article about this. You, you, oh, but I, I skimmed it, and I, it was like, green screen, green screen, green yeah. screen. I'm like, yeah, I got that. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I, think there's, I think there's body double stuff going on here, if you look. Uh, uh, there's some really tricky I stuff. I can go happening. pull it up. I mean, it's probably a bunch of things, but I was just watching the two Jenna Malones, and they don't quite uh, match, so maybe it's two different pieces of film, or maybe it's a body double thing, or you know, who knows, but it's like, again, it's like, you know, I'll go check. Snyder, you guys talk. I'll Snyder, read the yeah, oh, no, you're not leaving us here alone with this <laughs> fucking movie. God no, knows what it could do. <laughs> who knows what it could do? We're, we're we're keeping it we're keeping it held down just just enough. Yeah. I mean, whatever this is, there's a lot of great trickery. I mean, you know, for, where's the camera? That's the girl. Yeah. That's the first question. It's like yeah. We're looking through mirrors, and yet there's no camera, so you know something's going on. But again. I'm so engaged in the movie, I'm like going, wow, I wonder how they did this shot. Mm-hmm. Get the, right. And going that's, through the scene. That's great. The moment okay. you enter that realm of thought, that's the moment the movie has failed on you. Right. Because at the core, any movie or any story is supposed to, it's, it's telling you, it, it, it's a suspension of disbelief. It's, its requirement is to get you to forget that it is fake. Uh-huh. You're, you have to believe that these are real people going through a real situation. And the moment you start thinking about cinematography and, and directing and editing and which is why, back. which is why it's always a risk to do a shot like right. that because yeah. you risk, you know, cause it's like you risk people going, wow, cool. You, yeah. You, what is the, you I mean, what is the ultimate purpose of a shot that makes you go, what an interesting shot that was right. and not what's going on in the shot that you're looking at. That's, I mean, uh, children of men for, for example, is an example of how that works yeah. really well because, right. because those shots, you don't think feel, about them. You don't think yeah. of, well, you do at a certain point that just it feels really appropriate and then suddenly like 2 minutes in you're like, has this been one shot? Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wait a moment. What's going on? Uh, also the the uh, the dark-haired girl there is she not from High School Musical? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. is really? uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. That's Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. That oh. is Vanessa Hudgens. I should Now I know what uh, that looks like. Watch more things with Vanessa yeah. Hudgens in them. Yeah. We were we were uh, I doubt she's dressed the same in High School Musical. Yeah. 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 We were talking about trying oh, to get right. her for okay. uh, for Kung Fu Red, and because oh, really? we're like maybe she's into action and stuff like that, and then Sucker Punch tanked. It's like she's they're probably not going to let her do action anymore. <laughs> um, we're still going to try. Any of these girls 
could and should. I think you know they they've they all, all do they've amazing. She does she, and 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 after watching this, we were like, we seriously want to try and get her now because she's good. <laughs> Are you talking about getting her before Sucker Punch came out? We we were, and then I'm we saw her? her, Vanessa Hudgens. She's the worst part of this movie. She's worse than the plot of this movie. Are I you hate serious? her so much. How really? is that? She's, she's hardly adorable. even in it. She's terrifying. She's and adorable. Horrible. What? She's hardly even in it. You would forget she's there. This, you're a guy who, you, you think eyes. Olivia Wilde is pretty. Your whole I think Olivia thing Wilde is, is gorgeous. Your whole thing is skewed. She's I a, she's a jaw on legs. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia Wilde is such my shit. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Well, you. Oh God, then no. this is going to be fine when they both show up. Yeah. yeah. Because you could have the one. I'll take this. I'm just saying, don't bank on Vanessa Hudgens, son. <laughs> There's a fraction of the audience that would punch your fucking monitor. I'm one degree of separation. It depends from, on how big that fraction. I'm one is. degree of separation from Vanessa Hudgens. I, I will be, you know, taking my shot one of these days. She's a friend of Whoa. a friend. She's a friend of a friend. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> right. I'm a fucking I'm a fucking movie director, man. I can get chicks like that. <laughs> that's, that's how I do things. I can fucking do it. I know. I you basically don't think so. have to. That's yeah. the only reason I am a movie <laughs> yeah, director. That's, that's the only reason men do anything. We're all the big, the high roller in the end. Who's John, John Hamm for some reason? Yeah, the, the lobotomist. Which I did, yeah, which I didn't realize until we were watching it, you know, today. I think I, I guess hey, Zach. Hey, just, I can't even just go one way. Zach Snyder yeah, probably true. just wanted to work with him. He was like, "Let's do a thing." Well, I yeah, got John. Yeah. It's mo- it's mostly girls and thighs, but but yeah. I can get oh, you well, in. I can I can make room in my schedule for two days to come yeah. down for that. Sure, yeah. Which. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I was gonna say exactly that. When Zack Snyder took on Superman, there was a lot of talk that John Hamm might be the new Superman, mm. which I think huh. would have worked. I think might so too. I think that would have been fine. Who is the new Superman? Do we know yet? Henry Cavill. Oh, that's how oh, yes. yeah. you pronounce yeah. it. An Englishman, which just seems what? Wrong. That's just wrong. How which, can that um, be? Yeah, he's all right. I saw a picture of him. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but then I saw a picture of him as Superman, and I was like, well, yeah, that suit, not so much. The suit is a little questionable. The, the suit, We're looking the at suit is a right little uh, Batman in forever. Yeah. With the ribbing and the, the abs. Don't to want it. To see yeah. that He's pretty beefy, suit. though. That's pretty surprising. Yes, yeah. I didn't know Hello. that. Nice. Okay. Couldn't be the suit. And yeah. another, yet another mirror shot, you crazy Zack Snyder mirror man, you. This is, this is about the time I was watching it with uh, my roommate, Brian, who was here. And he goes, maybe it was supposed to just be a musical. And then they found out this chick couldn't dance. <laughs> and they had to come up with all these other <laughs> that ways. That was another thing I was kind of surprised <laughs> by. It's like... You know, the, you're building a set for we will ultimately see the dance and yeah, we'll be right. amazed by it. And that but also I'm, never happens. But I'm, was, glad, I'm glad we don't because yeah, it's in like... In a sense, it's probably true. It's, it's, it's like, oh, this character is the funniest comedian in the world. Yeah. You can't never ever show have, his bit. Yeah, never exactly. show them tell a joke. Which yeah. was the big risk that uh, King of Comedy made it was, and, and did okay with it. Yeah, yeah, that was the, the argument problem with Studio 60. We never should have seen yeah. any of the skits on Studio It's the greatest, most groundbreaking comedy show ever. But the skits actually suck. Okay. So here we go. Like you know, this is where I was like, "God damn you, you, you crazy motherfuckers! Yeah. Look what you're doing here. You got someone to give you money to do this. Yeah, and I that, salute you. I got you. a lot of respect for that. Now look, uh, this and this is where the outfits is like, oh my god, they've got it's like everything working at once. You've got Nazi outfits and you've got the thighs and you've got stripper outfits and heavy weapons and girls and rubble and bombers and and then is this one where the dragons fucking show up too? Or is no, that that's another one. But it's, I'm just like, okay, this is where I'm like, okay. For the next X number of minutes, 
I think I'm going to be enjoying this movie. You know, and, yeah. and I was. Yeah. I was yeah. totally you know okay. Could have helped make I, a little more sense of this as well is if they had, and it sounds like a silly thing, but if they had talked about there's the stage in the, the asylum or whatever, if they talked about like having a library or something. where So it would make sense that all of these things got mushed together in someone's right. you head. See the, you see the pool that all of this stuff is being drawn yeah. from. Yeah. If, if these were like past productions or something, yeah. uh, you know, they did the Lord of the Rings, <laughs> you know, our town version of Lord of the Rings and they did the R Town version of uh, <laughs> It's uh, a Quiet Day in Mordor. <laughs> yeah. Joe the Paperboy is coming through. I don't know. This is a trope called stripperific. Clothing uh-huh. for characters will often be impractically sexy for its chosen application. Yeah. yeah. I'll say. Oh, well, in this situation, yes. That's, so, my, uh, that's my nickname, by the way. Impractically sexy. <laughs> I mean, really? That's, that's, like, that's funny. That's the name of my new prog band. Here, yeah. Here I am. Here I am being exactly the fanboy because I am like, oh, Zach, yeah. this is so delightful what you're doing. You could, you could actually write. This, uh, Seth points out this isn't Nazis. It's well, it's World War I. Well, but it's, it's got that imagery to it. Yeah. I mean, it, more in the more Zack Snyder's son, by the way. More in the girls than in the Zack anime. Zack Snyder has a son. Yeah, and he played the young. Um, that right there is Zack Snyder's kid. And uh, he played young. Um, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> what's, it, what's the name of the kid? Leonidas. When oh, Le- when okay. when baby Leonidas like punches some kid's face in and then they like yeah, stands yeah, up yeah. and he's got the blood on his knuckles and stuff. That's his. That's this his mech son. was another uh, so. Alex Party contribution with the weird yeah. cute bunny face on it and yeah. it destroys everything. And again, well, that's, this, that's, this was this was very featured in the ad campaign. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the four girls and the, was, and the bunny mech, and I'm like, I I will have to see this movie. <laughs> I I wanted to. I, I I'll I'll. Say honestly, if if Anthony were here, he'd make it sound like I was masturbating in the corner, whispering Snyder's name. But because <laughs> the way he well, tells it, well, lucky for us, Anthony is here. Yeah, the way he tells it, it's like I was just dying to see this movie, and I. But I was optimistic, and even maybe a little excited about it, because I'm like, this is the first time Zack Snyder has done anything not based on anything. Yeah, we get to see what he can do. Right. When I've left changed. to his own devices, and you know, all of the ad campaign, like you said, I'm like, there's a mech with a crazy bunny face on it in the this, world war one trenches this could this could be fucking genius that's that's, yeah. that's what this i think yeah. the ad campaign amazing. i was like i so want to like this i movie. want it to work yeah. i so hope it'll this work. could be the best movie of all and time the, i and have then to give the, it a shot and then the reviews weren't very good so i didn't bother to see it and then i saw it and I was like, what the fuck? But now it's starting to make a bit more sense to me, and I'm starting to become impressed again, which might just be the tequila. But <laughs> <laughs> This movie makes perfect sense. It's fantastic. This movie's amazing. I, it was right about here where suddenly it was... It has a, a delightful aftertaste. This movie yes. doesn't not make sense. It's just not interesting for most people. Yeah. I think I think the, it there it is a... makes sense. It could be much clearer, and it could be much good. That's, that's the issue. I much think there's a, a, a sense to be made here. It's just, it's not clear. It doesn't take the time to, to lay out the, 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 the structure, the foundation yeah. upon which all of this crazy fantasy bullshit is built on. And there's nothing... And there is nothing wrong with a movie that makes you do some legwork and makes you think. But the no. problem is that this movie never cues you that you should that be the, thinking there's about There's legwork to be yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. I I think of it in terms of like as if a movie were you know like a runner or a jogger that you're trying to keep pace with if you want the runner to be a little at, ahead of you so you're yeah. always trying to to stay you're always trying to catch up a little bit with it you want it to be a little in front of you but if it gets way out in front of you then it's like okay well I've lost sight now I give up right at the same time you don't want to overtake the film right. and, and leave it behind right Just, and I th- I think a lot of people. A lot of people felt like they overtook the film when it's like, actually, it's maybe a little in front of you yeah. if, if what we're talking about isn't just playing the retcon game. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just not cute. But right here, Vanessa Hudgens doing 
great in this action yeah. scene. Yeah. Assuming that's Again, her, but still, like, even this this whole section is like this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I am exactly being that fanboy. Like I just I I don't know why this is happening, but it's great. I love it. This is like really just every fetish thing all just in one big package. This, this really is like a, I'm happy until the scene is over. I'll be happy. This is a highway <laughs> tour of yourselves. fetishes uh, fetishisms. <laughs> it really is. It's, I like, mean, it's, a, it's a it's a greatest hits compilation. Of it absolutely is. And there's even a bunny. There's even a fuzzy bunny. So See, everyone gets something. I, I remember, like I said, I, I, I th- it, there was an in a cool thing uh, where where one of the reviewers was like, he made the movie that everyone wishes someone would give them money to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just he threw everything he could at it, it and just is. put it all in there. It's, it's some some it's like some fifth grader. Just yeah. like some if you open some fifth grader's math notebook, yeah, you yeah. see sketches of this movie. Right. Yes, but exactly. Did, but 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 again, I think it would have been nice if it's what he was doing. Um, it would have been nice for a, something a little bit clearer because it's a great idea. And so if if it's what he was doing, and I believe him, um, because because three hundred is smarter than it looks. So why, sure, Sucker Punch too. Um, I, it would have been nicer for some kind of cue to for in the movie for the movie to ask, is that really the movie that you wanted? Right. You know, ultimately, you know. Yeah, I think. Uh, don't you feel? Don't you feel we get a into little this. sleazy about having enjoyed that movie? <laughs> and unfortunately, I uh, unfortunately yeah. I think the answer from most of the American population would be no. I'm good. No, I'm no, good. Either even, either no, I'm good, or I didn't enjoy it. So what yeah. are you talking about? I didn't particularly feel dirty afterwards. I was like, you know, I'm okay with being okay with this. Yeah, exactly. So it's like if that's what he was doing. Put in some level somewhere where where yeah. It's, well, the thing is, in the chat room, chill out. I'm not talking because they're having a good conversation. I still like the movie. I'm not pouting. They're having a good conversation. Oh. The and last like 20 minutes have been Teague just is hitting this. I'm like, you're talking. We're having a good conversation. We're having, not only we're having I'm a good conversation, we're but we're being value. We're being situation. positive about the movie. Yeah, for fuck's sake. For the most so, part. I couldn't be more positive unless unless you guys left and I had some lotion right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. Boy, howdy. Uh, what was I saying? What were we saying? <laughs> Sorry, there's thighs. I think, yeah. We were talking about it, it, this not this not cueing you that you should feel guilty about having enjoyed it. Yeah. Right. And I, yeah, and I think part of that is the fact that the, in the, it goes back to the, the reality section of this movie, whether that's the Bordello or the Insane Asylum. It's, their lives aren't that terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, in, in all of the aspects of it, it's, or at least it doesn't. It doesn't have a ring of authenticity. There are no moments you go, "Wow, that is genuinely fucked up." What what's happening in some kind of real world sense? Whenever we're going like the the I mean, the scene with the cook, you she's know. she's being you know she's ultimately lobotomized by a corrupt orderly, but still, it's, <laughs> there's it, that also it, the rape. But but I agree, also the rape. Yeah, <laughs> but but I agree that there's there's like. A long term pro- and and maybe it's a problem. It, maybe it's just you know uh, a certain level because because I watch I watch you know prison films and even prison TV shows and I'm like that doesn't sometimes I'm in a, a I'm in a mood or I'm in a place where that doesn't seem that bad. They've got cable TV. They don't pay rent or taxes, and all they do all day is go to the gym and read books. Yeah. I would love to go to prison. Yeah. Yeah. So often they go on stage, they do a little routine. Exactly. Oh, yeah, it, it's and you're right. There are moments in here that's that try to fill in you know paint in those numbers, but. I, Maybe they just don't land. They don't, they don't not, land for whatever reason. Well, well, the they, other, don't, they don't land as genuine or authentic. Well, the other problem is that, that the whole time you're aware of the bordello being a, being itself a fantasy sequence of mm-hmm. some form. So you're like, all of the things that happen at that level, you don't quite... 
take too seriously. It, it, well, it goes back to the we don't know the stakes, we don't right. know the foundation, and then, we don't know what's real and what's not real, and what the relationship between the two the, is. The problem, the problem is, it all comes in at the end because, like, like Trey was saying, it's like, well, we've got the lobotomy and the rape and stuff. It's like, but you don't find out that they're doing that in the asylum until the end, until the last five minutes of the movie, which doesn't give you an opportunity for the other ninety minutes yeah. to actually engage and know that that's going on and feel something. And right. something else that the, the movie waited too uh, waits too long to reveal is that. You know, the problem is that she, she when she, from her first encounter with the samurai, you know, she, she gets slapped across the room and she breaks beams with her body, but she doesn't get hurt. hurt. She just yeah. gets right. up. So, Unlike the bride and Kill Bill, who yeah. really... You get this, and this scene as well. Up. It's like now we're in the second scene in which, you know, they just fight and fight and fight and fight, and there's not a mark on them, and they win. It's not until the next the train sequence where Rocket dies in the, in the game, and therefore she dies in real life, where it's like, oh, I guess they're... Are some consequences, but yeah. it really, it really, for two, these two first two fantasy sequences never tell you that there's any actual jeopardy. Yeah. Feels this, u- yeah. utterly without. It's totally jeopardy. a fantasy yeah, sequence yeah. of well, we're going to fight evil Nazis and win them. So one thing that I was just watching this that might help structurally tie it back in a little bit better is we saw leading into the sequence that what is it? Sweet Pea is the one who's going to get the map. She's in the right. Yes, she says that. Yeah. But when we cut the to real the world, fa- so but to when speak, we cut yeah. to the fantasy sequence, it's, it's baby, baby doll. doll leading and getting the map. Right. If I maybe structurally it would have worked a little bit better is in each sequence, if, yeah. one of the other girls was the True. lead. So this would have been Sweet Pea or, or, actually getting yeah. the map. And, and or, the, or the other way around. It's like Sweet Pea is the one who like, I'll, I'll, I'll take point and all the Nazis will come at me. All the you know steam Germans will come at me. That will let you get the map. So, right. so she can still be the frontline right. hero, but that way which is what she's doing, except she also gets the map but, as but well. But the whole idea is that Baby Doll... The, the whole idea, like you're saying, metaphorically, Baby Doll is the distraction. Yeah. She should be the one fighting all the Nazis, and then, yes, you should and have Sweet Pea run into the thematically, room. Thematically, right. if, if that was clearer and sharper, then thematically I would almost be more okay with the ending, too, which is like she was always the distraction. Yes. She's the sacrificial right. lamb yeah. for the sake of the other girls. Exactly. But, but the issue exactly. is she's both the distraction to us because we're concentrating on her, but she's also the one getting the map in yes. the fantasy. She's, I think yeah. you're right. Both the distraction and the hero. It would, yeah. it would they tie things, dovetailed yeah. it a little too much. It would have tied together so much more cleanly if... If Rocket gets the map and then in the asylum, I have the map because you were dancing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it is messy about that. And that really would have helped. It, it goes back to the – it's when you're doing a metaphor, you need the relationship to be one-to-one. Yeah, as much a as metaphor actually matter. has to be a metaphor. Right. Yeah. A metaphor is an equation. This it's, is like that. I think, a a metaphor it, is really at its base uh, that's an equation. But <laughs> <laughs> X equals Y. This, this and is, here's, this the, here's This is that. X equals 2Y. And it's like, okay, well, that's, di- that's a different thing. Yeah. X it's, equals M. It's a metaphor. And, and no, I, it's not. I yeah. see. I see why because X equals bunny. Because huh? he was he was aiming <laughs> <laughs> he was aiming so hard for the twist at the end where it's not her story that he's trying to distract you by making you think it is by putting her front and center. But it's like if if she had been the distraction, if it had been you know give her give her the three hundred shot where it's like a minute and a half long of her just slaughtering Nazis. So you feel like she's the hero, but actually she's not accomplishing anything. She is just the distraction. And then thematically, like you said, you go back and watch it again, and you're like, oh, the whole time she was just the distraction. Yeah. And she was distracting that them. That sounds like an awesome us. fucking movie. That would be... That, and this, that sounds like this, a great Usual Suspects kind but of this, a thing. Yeah, but, yeah. This movie, but this movie, I have to be... I have to be fair to it. This movie is closer to that than I was giving it credit yeah. for. It is. I, it's, like I said, it's, it's, it's there. It's like yeah. the foundation is there, and it's just for whatever reason, you know, maybe just not, not 
recognizing the issue or not caring about it or wanting to do a different film than we're trying to, to read into this. Um, that wasn't what Zyder, uh, Snyder did. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm it, going to call him Snyder. Snyder. Z. Snyder. Not to be confused with his <laughs> Jewish brother, Zack Schneider. <laughs> oh, his Jewish killer. brother, Mick G. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> By the That's way, a very Jewish name. Yeah. I figured out this is it's not any name at all. <laughs> this is completely unrelated to anything, but it occurred to me, I, I found the best thing to practice my New Jersey accent on. Uh, uh, Doobie Brothers, Blackwater. Oh, Doobie Blackwater. Brothers, Blackwater. Oh, saying the title. <laughs> oh, say the, I was like, <laughs> not, not singing the, the song. Blackwater, oh, Blackwater, just Blackwater. saying. Just say, just say, keep on rolling. Doobie, Doobie Brothers, Brothers Doobie, Blackwater. Doobie Brothers, Blackwater. Blackwater, hey, keep on rolling. You're from New Jersey, yeah. you sound like this? Kind of. Yeah. It's, fr- it's funny, I'm from New Jersey. I can't even do a really good yeah, you're doing, you're doing even a member of the Doobie Brothers. You're doing, you're you're doing, Doobie I think you're doing more of a Brooklyn team. Yeah. Am I doing Brooklyn? I think you're doing Brooklyn. Doobie Brooklyn, Brothers. Brooklyn is scruffer. Uh, yeah. North Jersey is kind of a little nasally. Yeah, Jersey, you know. Yeah, Jersey. <laughs> yeah, see, we're back in the Bortello immediately. Yeah. Any topic is bad. And we're, <laughs> and we're, let's tell a different story. We're just you know, like the movie. We'll tell tell that story about third grade. This is a good time to do it because we're what? I mean, she again, but but she just did try to give a sort of theme she's like when we're here nobody takes a risk for anyone else it's like yeah. oh oh you're do you're trying to cue us you d- yeah. d- do that ah, do more of that i get it arc arc <laughs> arc harder <laughs> yeah arc is Ooh, so close so close there 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 yeah. oh no yeah. you lost it you lost it you lost it oh i almost got it just take my hand <laughs> just come on just say my I name just, say my name i just flashed in the, the scene from apollo 13 where they're trying to keep the earth in the window oh, i i had it i had it i, had I just it. lost it why is this so hard to do <laughs> Like flying with a dead elephant on her back. Yep. So that uh, yeah, just Jenna, Jenna Malone is fascinating though. She's, I, I do watch. I do. I am fascinated by her. Which there's lots. Of I worked on a really good. I worked on a move. Well, the first feature I think I worked on out here, she was on. She's yeah. a very nice person. That's good. See, there you go. The whole package. There's lots of. Uh, I, w- I, I wonder if that's thematically a thing, or if we could at least retcon something into it. But there's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, we there's, can try. There's a lot of work with mirrors. Yeah. There's a lot that goes on with mirrors, and is there. There's something to be said for that. I mean, considering that this all ideally is a metaphor, so it's like a reflection of reality, but kind well, of. Well, you know, Aronofsky blah, does blah, like blah. to do stuff like that. <laughs> he didn't direct this, but he does. Aronofsky, but speaking instance, of Aronofsky, does like to do stuff like have that. Have we seen Pi? It's pretty impressive. But film. I think the mirror you know, is. Pi is re- my least favorite Aronofsky film. The mirrors really go back to the question of what does it mean to be human? Yes. <laughs> true. That well is done. True. Thighs. That is true. That's what and it means thighs. to be human. <laughs> and uh, this movie is. It means to have thighs. And put those thighs into fishnet sockets. I'm having a hard time figuring out where the surrogates connection is for this. Now, movie. what yeah. does what does this mean? Did they take it, trace it, and put it back? They took it, took yeah. a cop, made, made a copy, of, copy it of it, and put, and it, put back. it back. And he knows that it's been taken down. Define made a copy. I think they have a yeah. Xerox machine. They yeah, really yeah. literally made a copy There's of it. Z- you know how in, in this surrogates, 1940s Bordello Mental Institution has a state-of-the-art large-format Xerox machine, <laughs> like they do. Also, they have samurais and stuff. I like that. That's the part that confused you. You were really, you were willing to go with the rest of it, but like, now you're like, wait, they have a, but they have a though? copying wouldn't, machine. Wouldn't that be? I mean, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm going with the movie, then I just have weird things like, oh, wait, what does that mean? Hey, it's a magic bean issue. You're allowed to change one thing from reality, but everything else has to make that's sense true, on a yeah. purely physical level. And so and the magic bean of this movie so is the, that it's sucker punch. The movie is science fiction. Punch. Science fiction because it's the impact of new technology, like a large format Xerox machine, on, on, on the 1940s mental institution scene. That's uh, what, yes, but what? What if they'd had a large format Xerox machine <laughs> in a 50s bordello manifestation? Ma- Just imagine. That. It writes itself. This is the one where they sampled Queen songs in this hip-hop track. Oh, it's really cool. I want it all. Oh, it's fucking awesome. It's really great. I like Queen. I love the soundtrack yes. so much. It's nice to listen to 
real Queen songs <laughs> instead of little parts of them. I don't remember. I don't remember the soundtrack. I got to be fair. Maybe it is. No, cool. I don't the remember. Soundtrack the soundtrack is fucking awesome. I, I remember being like, okay, that's loud. But The um, songs that you remember were the loud ones. The character of, of Blue, by the way, um, is again a character that... Darkman, you have a kitty. Is There's a cat in this room. There's a cat. Get, Where? Know, he's one? walking right out. Oh, he's fine. He's, he's just he's decided to come see he what our small fuss is about. He's very social. Um, is I the, the actor? I mean, like all the actors <laughs> in the movie, the, the guy playing the actor playing Blue is really good. Um, I really I find him fascinating to watch as well. And I, I I was like, what else has he been in? Because I was I was thinking when I saw this movie, where have I seen that guy? And then I saw whatever the movie was. I think that he Jim was Lovell in. and Apollo Thirteen. Yeah, that's weirdly <laughs> enough. Yeah, it's Tom Hanks. I mean, all not right, many people me, realize that it's Tom Hanks. But he he was in something else where he's. A very different kind of character, but I was like, "Oh, that's where he's from," and he's great in that other thing too. Whatever I was thinking of, but and Carla Gugino, I just, I just like, I like her. A lot. I like Carla Gugino she's a lot. Pretty. I do like her a lot, very much. He's she's... inhaling too much of that cigar, man. He's gonna have yeah. a throat ache. Uh, Got to take a break. Uh, Robin Hood, the Russell Crowe Robin Hood. That's it. Body he, of he's Lies. King John and Robin Hood. Oh, Body that's of Lies. Right. What is he in Body of yeah. Lies? Uh, he's but... an actor in Body of Lies. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> no, that's that's what I was thinking of from the the Russell Crowe Robin Hood. He's he's the king and you know the corrupt king and he's but, great. Um, he's great. Oh, he's he's one of their in informers or something. Oh, yeah. look, thighs. What? Those are that's a face. Like, no, those are <laughs> okay. thighs, my friend. <laughs> yeah, even, I was like, even I, you have to I, acknowledge. I was like, I know this guy's got jowls, but, no, but was, when I said thighs, it was thighs. Okay. There was a thing called editing in movies, and it cut to a different shot. But tell then, me the, more. Yeah, well, the, in a second, they're going to go back to the to, to the thighs, and uh, then it see, the I thighs the thighs the are the signal that we're going into the good part of the movie. She's when you see the, the thighs, she should wait until something cool is happening before trying to get the lighter. Yeah, yeah, but but he's he's actually trying to to give us some information. It's like no, no, she's doing it. She's going for. It. that's what's happening in this scene uh-huh. so dancing around and and this one actually does make some amount of sense in terms of a metaphor or well each of them do because they were trying to get a map and now they're trying dragon to get fire fire, fire. yes fire, exactly yeah. so map trench warfare not sure about the orcs yeah <laughs> not be... so much about the orcs but that's okay that's but okay the, you know i guess i guess the i guess the orcs are just and 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 the soldiers and stuff like that if we're if we're going to give it credit no, for the metaphor making sense just dressing. fire dragon well what's around a dragon castle what's around the castle fucking orcs fucking orcs right? yeah, we've all seen that movie yeah, fanboys I, I think it's like little circles getting out and out from the actual thing they're well, doing well there's an the the, the I think you're right to an extent in the sense that it's like there is an obstacle to them getting the fire. Right. How are we going to show that in a visual way that you can punch orcs? <laughs> Sucker <laughs> yeah. punch, perhaps? Now, I just – why did they cast Leonard Nimoy and then have Scott Glenn dub his lines? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Glenn is getting weird looking, isn't he? I, th- I think it's time for Scott Glenn and Leonard Nimoy to play brothers because, my God. And I David Carradine would not – David Carradine would have been the great third, yeah. yeah. But Keith Carradine's still around. Who's Scott Glenn? What's he been in before? I know it's him. Vertical but Limits. He been in the Right before? Stuff. The Right Stuff. Okay. Uh, training Day. Ah, okay. Who? Scott Glenn. Training Scott Day. Scott Glenn, yes. Who? <laughs> <laughs> who? I was like, who are you talking about? Sorry, I what, who? Scott Glenn. You, you actually Once legitimately didn't know who Scott Glenn <laughs> no, was. No, I didn't. Not off the top of my head. Okay. I was thinking, I kept thinking John Glenn. I was like, he's not an astronaut. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> no he's what's he do? If How he's do you an know? What's he doing how do you movie? know? How can well, you make a, a statement oh, like that? Maybe he's a fucking astronaut. I don't know who Scott Glenn is. How the fuck can I say he's not an astronaut? 
That, the funny thing about the right That's, stuff is that, like there's, Harris two, is the there's like two Scots and two Glens and <laughs> two Shepherds, I think, or something like that on both sides on like the real names and then the actor names. Wow. Three yeah, point nice. landing. See, there you go. The, the idea of like no consequences again. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, what can hurt them? You know, right. it's like, what's the danger here? Now I, now I got to say, and I, I first thought this during the samurai sequence um, when watching it the first time, but that, that superhero landing, the way you pose, one knee yeah. down, one hand it's down, other hand back. how you do back. it, apparently. That's how, the, number one, that's how you do it. Number two, I remember watching this. Is that like martial arts, how to actually do it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're taught that. Um, no. But, uh, first thing, how to fall from the sky. That's yeah. day one. Your entrance is very important in martial but, arts. Uh, although, Speaking although, indistinctly. Although okay. learning, learning how to fall properly is very important in martial arts. There's a strategy for landing from falls over 100 feet. Yeah. You're probably going to die no matter what, but there's a strategy that you yeah. have a slightly, chance, a slightly less chance of dying. The idea is that you land. Um, you're basically in a standing formation at about a 10-degree angle. So what happens is you roll down to your, to, to, over your side. So, you roll down so to you your go, face. Yes. You, you're going to die, but you have a slightly less chance of dying, like 0.05% yeah. less of a chance of dying. Because you hit your hit feet your face and you first. roll to your knees, hips, side, and you kind of Hey, people down. have done it. People, you know, in skydiving accidents sky and stuff yeah. have, have survived. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the whole thing with, with landing that way, and that is very much a, a martial arts thing, and I think actually not from 100 feet or whatever, but that is a pose that you're supposed to hit in certain wushu forms. For like you do a you do a butterfly twist and stuff and you're supposed to land like that oh, so hey. so that is actually valid. Sweet Pea is Abby Cornish. I completely did not put that together. Huh. And Abby Cornish would be known from National Treasure. Ah, yeah, National but Treasure. she would be known from. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was well, she with National Treasure? <laughs> she's the the main the love interest. No, she's not. Yes, she, she's not. <laughs> no. But um, anyway, what I, I was right. what I was going to say is that I watched this and I went if this was an if this movie were an anime. Nicholas Cage. It, that would that would knock oh, people's socks well, off. Well, totally the, for anime, the, for the yeah. kind of the the kind of people who who are into anime, this would be this huge in the anime order. community. This is completely a live huge action in anime. the anime yeah. community. Yeah, and it's I think that. I think part of the problem is that you know a lot of the audience isn't necessarily into anime. But what anime, you can get away it that with, way. Huh? What if they didn't say this is uh, fetish porn? What if they that he said this is I wanted to make a live action uh-huh. anime? Right. Zack Snyder envisions anime, and yeah. then you get this. Would you go? Oh fuck that! You well, know, this, well, is fe- this is fetish porn anime. But I repeat myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The difference being in that scenario, people can say you just don't get it. No, well, yeah, or in that scenario, if you knew anime, you would know this yeah. is perfect. If if you knew anime, you'd know it's not supposed yeah. to make sense. And now she's a firebender. <laughs> so here's a question for you guys. So structurally, we have essentially what are a couple independent short films. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Would the overall movie have worked structurally better if they were intercutting this back and back? To yes. get yes. in the lighter, yes, yes. If, yes. If, a couple couple cuts here and there. Just if you, back and if you forth. did that and you showed the direct relationship of the fighting the dragon in the fantasy world equals this in the real world, and you did that more and made that clearer, that would have I gone a have very very a long way. Yeah. I I, you know what? I, I I think the answer to that question is yes, but I'm glad they actually didn't do that because I think that would you know that would first of all be like. Spoiling it, you know, for spoil the you know spoil the flow of these really cool scenes, and also a little bit, a little too, just to make sure that you get this. It's, I think the issue is like they could have. What I would like to have seen is them connect the dots better afterwards. I mean, they did visually there. The clue is there. They reached into the dragon's thorax and pulled out the source of fire, which is the equivalent of her reaching into his jacket and pulling out the lighter. Um, but then they fought the dragon, and there was a big fight. And I don't know what metaphorically that connects to. But uh, the idea of a little more clear about how what we saw was the 
crazy metaphor for how I stole the knife from the kitchen. And that, that dots, no, those dots never get connected. But I don't think it should have been intercut. Yeah. I just would have liked to have seen the aftermath. Maybe, yeah. okay. Maybe All of that think, was a big metaphor for her sneaking into the kitchen. You know? I think Actually, part of the problem is that there is not as many dots in the real world, in the actual aren't. struggle, as there are in the family. Because and the one, one of the ones is the one that I just pointed it's out. Right, it's like, yeah, it's like right they've here. stolen the lighter. They've done the anime version of stealing the lighter, reaching in and pulling out the fire source. What's the rest of this maybe about? The, maybe, the tr- maybe that's the trouble is that a it's P25 connecting. P25 does not fly that way. Yeah. It's connecting the dots, <laughs> but dragons totally do. It's connecting the dots before and after to an extent, in in the sense that maybe what he was trying to do with this is like this is the metaphor for the aftermath of what goes on with Blue freaking out and and doing all this stuff. Maybe that's what the dragon is supposed to be, and they have to they they've done this thing, and now they have to deal with the fallout of it. And, and but it, but right. that's that's a weird way to structure. But it's it. not, it's, it's, it's yeah. not a one to one relationship. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't happen really that way. Do you way, think Zack so. Snyder? rushed this or do you think this is just what Zack Snyder's capable of I think he did I think this is what he wanted I think yeah. you know he did this, this is what yeah, he was trying to do I don't think do. it was rushed Yeah I think I, I don't think so either Now here's I a think... weird question and this is a question that might be almost petulant in the answers that it could, it could bring up <laughs> Does this movie Guys does, this, punch. does having seen this affect your experience watching Watchmen next time you watch it or no. Dawn of the Dead No no no, so. no they're no. different works You don't think that Okay, fair enough. No, it's not no. like it's not like it's not like a, a George Lucas where you watch all this other stuff and you go, "Oh, you got fucking lucky." Yeah, what happened yeah. here? You, you had yeah. one good yeah. thing. <laughs> you had one good idea. Oh, you had a couple of good editors. That's what happened. Yeah. No, Watchmen. Well, Watchmen. You know, was there was Watchmen existed. Watchmen yeah. was a story that was beloved, and everyone said, "Oh my God, that's the most brilliant story." And what what Snyder did was keep to that story as faithfully as possible. And when he had to bend it a little bit, he bent it, you know, correctly. This is another Alex Party contribution. He designed that sword. It's a beautiful sword. If you actually just have a chance to look at it, it tells the whole story, such as it is of the movie. Uh, And I'll I'll bet you it'll be sold in Sky Mall next week. I hope so. (laughs) If it's not already. Dude, you know, just the middle of the Sky Mall thing where it's like, buy a time turner and Lucius Malfoy's walking Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, I have have an Excalibur reproduction sword. I have this this Excalibur from the John Borman movie. It's a repro of that. It looks like a lot like, like what. Uh, By the way, I can't think of. I mean, we talked about the visuals being really great, but I just, I do want to point out that I can't really <clears throat> recall any shot that I was like, mm, not a great comp. Yeah, no. Everything in well, this actually, is just dialed Well, actually, I will in. say, so far that's true. I was not so thrilled with the train robots. I agree. That's okay. yeah. that's yeah. where it's like, yeah. okay, you went, you 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 banked a little too hard on because because the, the steam the steam Germans are real guys. Right. And you know they just can't beat you know that the the fact that they're the train sequences where it's like okay this literally is just the girls swinging swords in a blue screen stage. Uh, this it, is a, it's a little called, too obvious. Uh, take our word for it. Where if something is so amazing, you just don't show it and yeah. let it happen yeah. off screen. Yeah, and so then everyone comes back and they're crying, which the is the smartest way to do it. So yeah. we get the, you know the gist of it is there. I mean clearly, I mean obviously you know okay so that was in the lighter, but uh, the issue for me is like but the fantasy really doesn't quite equate in a way that I, I really the thought was appropriate. Scene, uh, Does it make your doesn't pants work tight? It doesn't. At all. Uh, it's very, Whose performance? Everyone's. Uh, yeah. The camaraderie that's happening. The, oh my yeah. god, now show me. Oh and my they god, hug each totally... other and they laugh and they give yeah. out their fortune. It's true. It's like, it's a, it's, this scene it's seems like, a little forced. They didn't actually... There doesn't ju- seem to be a motivation happening. Yeah, they didn't actually just kill a dragon. They just stole a lighter and they're really happy about it. Like, <laughs> I guess, okay, well... They didn't think they could do it, but yeah, suddenly it's like, wait, I missed a bonding scene. Hey, look, a light bulb. An old 40s light bulb with a cage around it, which means if you broke it, you just keep getting a spark. Yeah. You didn't have to steal the fire. I would have yeah. loved to. You could have lit a piece of paper on fire right now. 
Yeah, you know, here's a, but like I said, maybe it's the not metaphor a plot is, on being an asshole. Here's <laughs> the here's the dragon is him coming in and being like Rar. <laughs> I'm a dragon. I don't know. I'm a All dragon right. metaphorically. But, but it doesn't it doesn't work. It's the one to one relationship isn't there. Right. Or it's not it's not clear enough. You know, they don't have to they don't have to I mean the the idea is they stole the lighter and then they have to dodge the consequences. Right? That's, yeah. They stole the source of fire and they have to dodge the consequences. That is what happens in the real world. But it's not, it's not a clear connection. I won't say the, connection, the, the, the correlation isn't there, but it's not clear enough to really make you understand that's what's going on and, that, and get, get that invested there's a, in it. That there's a cause and effect going on. Because at the, at the core of it, it's, you know, a story is you know, this happens or this person does A and then B happens. Right. And then they do C in response. And it's... It's a, it's an action reaction right. uh, principle, uh, and so it doesn't you know on first viewing it looks like oh there's action and reaction and everything else is not connected in any way shape or form right as we're discovering here they actually are but they're just they're not it's not they're not clearly enough connected that you go okay B is following A I see what's and they're uh, co- and the they're connected in weird. In, it's unusual to watch the metaphor, the, the metaphor, because part of the problem is you think this is in Baby Doll's head. Mm-hmm. So you think this is everything that we're watching in the fantasy sequence is whatever's happening during the dance, and right. it's just an interpretation. Whereas the chase and escape with the dragon, if, if you know, we're, we're not overthinking it and in giving it the right amount of credit here, that is actually happening right now post the dance. Right. Um, and this is and this is all a flashback. This is all a flashback, and this is all pa- yeah, yeah, exactly. The entire movie is a flashback, right. and there's the there's the like there's the what really happened at the asylum level that we never see. All right. There's the alternate version in the bordello level that's what we see here, and then right. there's the fantasy interpretation of what's happening in the bordello level that is not is not one-to-one in the sense of cause and effect going on because mm-hmm. we're seeing the fantasy interpretation of events sometimes before we actually see the events themselves. Right. So it, it's, And we're seeing two levels of fantasy events, and right. we're seeing those out of order sometimes but not always, yeah. uh, and there's no real clear relationship on when one is coming before the other. Right, because... because and, and then we're not seeing the actual fucking real events themselves. Because, because the later, on, later on in the train robot sequence... Those are, like we were saying, dying. that's, that, that's yeah. a one-to-one yeah. sequence correlation. So you go back and try and think about the dragon, and, and it won't make sense because that's not a one-to-one uh, uh, you know, chronological correlation. Right. So, okay, he, here's the scene where it's like, I get what they're doing, and I do believe they're, they're pushing the performance as hard as they can. And I, be, I believe it, but I don't believe their motivations because she's like, we're out. No. Okay then. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like, wh- huh? But wait, but wait, why? Because because Blue was an asshole. Yeah. But Blue is always an asshole. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. okay. And yeah. also, we're yeah. secretly if, in the asylum. If we keep, do- <laughs> if we keep doing this, he's going to be mean to us, and bad things will be happening. <laughs> and we won't enjoy our time here. Yes. No one, uh, no man on the planet loves uh, a girl in way too much eyeliner more than I do. Uh, but this movie teaches me that it doesn't work for everyone, actually. It, it's not a look that always works. I don't think... It's uh, not working on Abby Sweet, Cornish. I don't think Sweet Pea can pull it off. I think Rocket can pull it off. Rocket is Rocket rocking, pulls it off. rocking the eyeliner. And Vanessa Hudgens is definitely pulling it off. And I like... Uh, I really like Baby Doll. Uh, Carla Gugino has a lot of it. Like, her eye sockets are black in this movie. It's not <laughs> yeah. an eyelid thing. Yeah, she's got the raccoon thing going on. Dodson in the chat points out that there's no increase of difficulty between... 
going up true. every single it fantasy. True. Yeah. Well, that's that's also true. That is, they're all that, crazy. And that's, well, that ties in the fact that what is what is the Jeopardy when they go into the fantasy right. yeah. world? Which we'll finally see there is Jeopardy, but it's only it's the third time, right? Fourth time, you know, Rocket gets killed. Oh, that that, that can happen. I right. Guess. It, we well, that goes back to the you know it takes three doing something three times to establish the pattern, and we don't actually <laughs> do something. You know, it takes it actually takes two times to establish a pattern and then on the third time that's when you switch it up and you go oh but you see this is how it's different that's, that's the punchline yeah. but, but like you, like you but said but we don't actually get the new aspect until the fourth time there is no sense of challenge yeah. In, yeah. Uh, from the very beginning it's like yeah, Baby just, Doll kills a samurai jumps on his yeah. face and shoots him in the eye oh you can like, totally you know, kill yeah. a samurai oh then I guess I'll do that then. yeah you know. and again I get the I get the metaphor for finding your own power but then it's like Again, what, where's the downside? Where's yeah. the risk? Where's she's, the where's the jeopardy? She's got where, to have suffered through something to get yeah. there. Where, to earn where's it. the bruise? Where's yeah. the scratch? Even if even if it's yeah, because it's like even if it's a fantasy sequence, if we're going to, you, we can talk about psychological scarring and psychological bruising and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and that can be visualized by getting beat the shit out of in in the fantasy sequences. You know, it doesn't have to be an easy rampage through you know a thousand Nazis. There can be a sense of danger, and even if even if we didn't necessarily understand the correlation between what's going on, if we saw a sequence where you know. In the in the the not we keep calling them Nazis, but you know the World War One ro- robot Germans. zombie sequence. Whatever. The Germans, yeah, they probably don't know the difference. They're like they called them the Kaiser, but they're Nazis. Come on, they're fucking twelve year olds. They're always Nazis. Asylum. All Germans are Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, I don't know if it's it's actually listed on the tropes page for this movie, but I randomly came across a trope on TVTropes.org that is probably my favorite trope name of all time, which is stupid jetpack Hitler. <laughs> 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 which is when you take Nazis and you just give them whatever the fuck they have in this movie or jetpacks yeah. or mecha suits or whatever. The mythology of Nazi technology has uh, been prevalent ever since the war. Oh, they're working on, oh, they got uh, some crazy stuff. And they had some crazy stuff. Yeah. None of it fucking worked. My yeah. favorite, but my f- they were working on it. My favorite, by the way, is going to be a movie called Iron Sky. Yes. I've been yes. Waiting for Iron, Sky I, Iron Sky could be what Sucker Punch wanted to be. <laughs> and my buddy be. Lee is, uh, is working on it now. I actually, I tried to get in on I actually, it. I did too. No, I messaged them. I'm like, do you need any help? Because yeah. I would desperately yeah. love to comp some and not, Nazis. And not too surprisingly. And they said, they said that'd be fine if you can come to Norway. I'm like, I'm in. Or I'm totally from. going. <laughs> I, I could. I, I couldn't. I couldn't go. I might now. I, I, I might totally make myself available. available now that I think. I about need it, to get yeah. to Finland anyway. So, or, or maybe it was out. Finland. I don't know. Oh, One if of it's those... Finland, I'm totally there. Are you kidding me? Wait, what's I'll, the difference I'll for trade between Norway and Finland? Uh, there are two different countries. Yeah. Well, I know, but One of those, one of those, more one of those lady finger because countries I'm, up because there. Because I'm trying to Because there's a project I would like to shoot in Finland, and so I would like to go there and scout. Ah. Trey hates Norway. Tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, well, Forget talk, about, talk about Nazis. Norway, Norway has at least had at least one who massacred a camp full of kids. You might have heard about it. It was in the papers. How Hello, he? thighs. Thighs on a kitchen table. Always good. Doesn't matter where they are. I like them. His thighs, not so much. We not so much. Yeah, no. But he's got like 20 of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Quantity is not quality. I'll say that. <laughs> not when it comes to thighs. What were we talking about before the sky? Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. But but the thing, I mean, we talked Iron about sky. it in uh, we talked about it in in Hellboy, which I guess is never going to come out. But and also in uh, um, Raiders. But it's like the Nazis ha- are have such value as villains because it's like you can they're just shorthand. You're like the yeah. Nazis, yeah. Oh, yeah. and you're like the Nazis did this, and you're like, yeah, I buy it. Yeah. Nope. Don't have to justify it. Yeah. The Nazis were fucking evil and, and crazy, and yeah, I buy it. They're it's the like, last. Great. They're the last. You know. Okay. 
we can we can make these guys the bad guys yeah. and not no one will feel guilty about it. Other than uh, you know a brief a brief stint of South Africa was the universal right. bad guy in the eighties and um, and communists a little bit, but communists but, certainly before. But then, the, yeah. but the Nazis are the last one because you can't do like an Arab terrorist because other you know Arabs will get offended and rightly so and stuff like that. But it's like. No one's going to come to the Nazis' defense, and if they do, yeah. they're assholes, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, we've offended the Nazis. Yeah. Now, we just passed by a sequence where we're talking about the having the one-to-one correlation with the metaphor. We had in this sequence, and this is the one where, where Rocket will buy it, but before we enter this fantasy sequence, we have an, an element that I think we needed more of, definitely earlier on, where you know eventually they're going to fail here because in the real world, the radio that's doing the music has a wire with you know with the 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 insulation is exposed and the water is kind of like final destination thing yeah, yeah. it totally is but the the important bit that we get here that we don't get in the previous sequences is we get those shots of oh that's going to happen before we enter into the fantasy sequence we get we get more yeah. of a weaving of yeah that there's, this, that there's this a threat that. that they're not aware of that yeah. something could go wrong or that you know when this happens in the fantasy world, that, that equates to this. That too would have helped. World. I mean, yeah. the, the idea of if you saw like, okay, she's going to do a dance, and the girls are going to try and get the lighter. But what they don't realize is, yeah. yeah. And then there was that metaphorically played out in the fantasy, right? You know, then yeah, if you give it a hint, which, and then, which and then is you good, see is the just, aftermath afterwards, which yeah. is just the checkoff thing. It's the, it's putting the bomb under that, the table. That also that also would have been a, a good choice. Uh, yeah, yeah, Every thing. frame of this movie looks like a poster. It's it's well, phenomenal. It, it, I would yeah. take a print of any of these yeah. and, and no, put it not, on my what wall. I mean is Absolutely. it literally looks like the the aesthetic of new movie posters where right. it's, it's a gritty yeah. yellow Well, it's a color question. Even, yeah, evenly yeah. lit but not evenly lit sourcey lit comp. It works. It's just that's what it looks like. Right yeah. film. So this yeah oh god yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, we've cracked it. There there are two things that happen in this this sequence that didn't happen at all in the previous three, which would have made yeah. the movie flow a little better had they sort of connect, you know, tightened those knots a little bit. First of all, this one will have consequences, and we understand that there's a, a real-world jeopardy that could play out in the fantasy, and, and they haven't done that in any of the previous fantasy sequences. So that would have helped. And we haven't... We haven't the, the problem is even accepting it, even giving it as a metaphor... Hey, be- that's Vasquez Rocks right there. Did you <laughs> see that? Flying over Vasquez Rocks? Yeah. Nice. Because they... Don't you mean the planet Vulcan? Mm. <laughs> because they uh oh it's all coming together yeah. um, <laughs> uh bec- because there's no sense of also because there's no sense of challenge in the fantasy taking it as a metaphor and even giving it to it as is like i have to assume there was no challenge in the real world either that yeah. well know? that's yeah that's the, that's the <laughs> yeah. equation that you make again it's an x equals y version it's like oh well x was really easy so i guess y couldn't have been too bad yeah they didn't exactly. seem to, they didn't get their hair mussed. Their eyeliner isn't yeah. even smudged. Yeah. So it's like if we were doing Lord of the Rings meets, you know, meets Warplanes, now we're doing uh, iRobot. Remember yeah. iRobot? iRobot was fun. iRobot meets the train job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this Very is actually so. when I, I went to go see, I went to go see Rango, actually. And, oh, uh, God. I liked Rango. Oh, but, Lord. Uh, <laughs> I'm still nauseous from that movie. <laughs> I, uh, I went to see that, and it hadn't started yet, and right across the way, was a theater playing Sucker Punch. So I was like, <laughs> and I went and walked in. And Were it you was, a Muppet that day? It, yes, I was. But I walked in, like, basically right here, exactly here. Mm. And, I, and I just watched about 30 seconds, and I was like, I'm exhausted. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. This is where, you know, I, this, this sequence here, I wasn't so just sort of like, all right, I'll just, you know, fanboy squee. I was, I was actually more concerned for the effects team. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you poor bastards, my God. 
And clearly you did have a little bit of a deadline problem because while this is pretty good, it's not as flawless as the other shit we've seen. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the you know reflective metal and stuff like it's, that. They're like yeah, dial it down, literally, dial it's it like down. you you really raised the bar for yourselves pretty darn high, yeah, and couldn't and quite get the there. For it. Couldn't quite get there. A lot of nice. How detail much work and stuff, does though. it take if you got to <clears throat> from a visual effects standpoint? All of the work. Yeah, all this of is the all the work. No, 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 moment, no. But I mean, this if, is the moment where you see the critics going, "This is a fucking video game," and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, this is." And you're right. Yeah, this part is. Even Roger Ebert is right at this point. If you if you get to like basically the end of this sequence, you know, having rendered the whole thing out and go, eh, it's it's not there. How much work does it take to to go back and say, well, let's change the texture of the robots so they're not quite as reflective? Haha, <laughs> the Matrix. I make fun of you. Um, is basically <laughs> what happened there. Well, well, what you'll generally do in in uh, especially a big movie like this, um, and at a professional level, is you'll you'll you render it in passes. So you're like. The, here's the robot just reflecting the environment, just pure mm-hmm. reflection. Here's the robot that's pure white with just where the shadows are. Here's the robot without reflection, just basically the underlying color. And, so, and you build up, build it up like that. Mm-hmm. And so if you decide that you want to, if you want to change the dirt texture on it, you're, you're, you know, you have to go like seven layers down. No, well, no. you generally no, encourage not to do that, but, okay. but you can just replace the dirt layer and re-render the animation of that and, right. then, and okay. then, uh, swap it in. And ideally, if you're like, I want more reflection, I want less reflection, you you're dial it up and down up in the composite. The capacity of the reflection. So it is, uh, okay. it and isn't. You, and you can even have a highly reflective pass and just in the compositing, just go, but I'm going to use less of that layer. Yeah. I'm only going to use 50% I'm gonna of the I'm going to put that at. 30% of passing exactly. yeah. So the, the whole point of it is to have options later so you can dial it without having to go all the way back to the render and do it over and over one. and over again, which yeah. they, they figured out fairly early. They used to do it that way, and they're like, this is retarded, and we will never finish a movie. And they, yeah. they figured and, out. And we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we never finished it. And they figured out multiple passes and stuff like that, and now that's generally how. There's still movies from 1993. Yeah. They're like, we're just yeah. still that's, going. They're still rendering. That's they're how high-budget yeah. movies work, and you can tell – you can tell when you're when you're dealing with people who are who are newer to the game because they try and get it all in the render, mm-hmm. and then they they run into trouble when they when they try and do that. Yeah. Is it a is it an aspect of? I know, I know in a lot of aspects of the business, you know, regardless of what it is, whether it's writing or editing or or whatever, you run into the producer that really has no imagination and no ability to visualize what the you know like. I'm not showing you the finished product here. You have to use your imagination to get the last, you know, 50 or 20% oh God, of the way. A, I mean, I know that's constant universal. And I would imagine that's especially true in the visual effects uh, world. Well, yeah, you, you a lot of times you have to sit down and explain, "All right, what I'm showing you yeah. is only this." Right. It doesn't have this, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have this. I understand right. that that needs to be there and it will. But right now, right. the only thing I want you to worry about is, is the this, reflection. Yeah, or, reflection. Or the animation. Usually you start yeah. the animation. It's like, this is what the robot's going to do. This is not what it's going to look yeah. like. That's what I, and that's why I think, uh, other than it's quicker to render if they're like low poly and stuff like that, but a lot of times they'll be turned into like, they're just like tubes and cones, basically. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, I want to make it super duper clear that we don't <laughs> yeah. think this is what's going in the movie. Oh, there's just the flip so side. The way there's moving. the flip side where they go, that's great. Yeah. And you go, well, it's not actually done. And they go, oh, it's not? What's well, not done? You know, it's yeah. like it's something blatantly not <laughs> finished about it. It's, like I, it's I, flat gray. And I, learned, like, that awesome, I learned that on ARC. People are like, uh, oh, so it's ready to release. I'm like, there are shots of guys against green screen <laughs> in the cut you just looked at. <laughs> just literally just a guy in front of a green screen in what you just saw. It is not ready for release. 
And they were like, really? Is it not ready for release? It's really not ready for release. But the green... So I learned to put like gigantic title slugs across. Like, like yeah. well, you're going to take that title off. Yes, as soon as I finish the shot, I will no longer have a shot, a line that says temp written across that frame. <laughs> as soon as it's no longer a temp, the word temp will be The word will temp will disappear as if by magic. So I, I want to point out, I was watching the, the fight sequence before they actually got to the bomb. Uh-huh. I don't think there was actually a cut in that entire sequence. Yeah. No, not, all, a, not with all, the robots. It was yeah. all whip pans and yep. rotation yep. Well, they did. It was, a, it was a Matrix Reloaded type of thing yeah. where they were, yeah. the camera would go vroom, to another spot right. and stuff so, like I mean, that. It was speed ramp from one. It was hidden. Stuff. By the way, but they yeah. did just... a really long sequence. That was they, a long they, sequence. They did just do what you just mentioned, is we did jump back yeah. to the real world to go, oh, something happened in the real world that's going to impact the fantasy world. So again, that's great but, but they late. didn't do it for yeah. four fucking yeah. scenes they did it too li- it's too little and it's too late yeah. that they i wonder if that footage exists i wonder if they shot more of that they and could it just be. didn't survive I'm the curious. edit obviously well it, it apparently didn't get into the extended cut Teague's the only person who saw it what didn't but uh the, the more more of that aspect more, of more cutting back the, to the real world during the fantasy sequence what, what's in the extended that. edition what what is there more of god forbid there could be more of something in this movie if i recall correctly and i only saw the first 45 minutes of it or so um there was oh so we don't they brought back know, in a uh, a big music number that was that was mostly cut from the original release is it the thing that's in the credits in the credits you sort of see the love that's is the, the most inexplicable thing it's like it's an like amazing said, music sequence what the fuck is that as i said on the forum i said we should do the theatrical version because if i recall correctly the uh ex- the extended cut is just longer and it doesn't fix it so it doesn't matter well it's like the uh, avatar well, we didn't extended see the cut whole thing. it doesn't really help there's uh, um, it apparently, a little there was an entirely different ending that uh, Zack Snyder was in the process of of creating for this movie. That Ooh, you know that was his res in, on the explosion there. You see that? Yeah, a little bit. His intended ending, and then they were in the process of of uh, focus focus testing this film, and the oh, audience was like, "God damn it! Nope. Wait, wait till wait till I hear well, the ending yeah, before I can on, let me oh, find it." Uh, let's see. The very first ending I wrote the order was: Baby doll was being lobotomized. She got chained in the basement. Sweet pea escapes. I love me that back half piece says. There's a scene you'll see on the director's cut with John Hamm. When John Hamm arrives as the high roller, and we took this scene out because of the MPAA, when that guy punches Baby Doll in the face, she wakes up in the high roller's suite. He basically makes a deal with her that if she gives herself to him and willingly and not against her will, then he'll give her her freedom and get her out of that place. He'll make it so that Blue will never touch her and she'll be free. She's, she's seduced by that concept, and right when they go to kiss each other, that's her being lobotomized. When they kiss, it's her being lobotomized. The very end of the movie was, you see Sweet Pea steal a dress from a clothesline, then after she's lobotomized, and I'm assuming she's yeah, lobotomized she means, means uh, yeah, baby doll, yeah. not Sweet Pea, as she's lobotomized and Blue says, do you remember me? Take her downstairs. And then you see Sweet Pea getting on the bus, and after getting back on the bus, it cuts back to baby doll in the basement, all of which we see, this is the same ending so far, that whole scene happens of the cops taking him away. When he shines the flashlight on her, she gets up, and the camera dollies in on her, and then goes around her head, and you see that she's on a stage in the theater, and she sings Oh Ho Ho Child at the very end. After that, all the dead girls come out, and they sing together. Then the curtain closes. That's the end. Wow. You well, want to that, talk about an inexplicable That would have made perfect sense. I, I can't but believe they, they but didn't But then do you would have been like, oh, this is like some crazy Kubrick shit going yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, that's all, It would have been more it, clear that it, it was experimental fake. and weird. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to just incompetent, as kind of like, kind of feels a little bit. <laughs> it is weird. No man's and, land. I, I, we're, we're discovering it's not, as we, as we discuss through it, but it, it just feels like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. It, it, well, that's that's and, Unfortunately, I mean, Sucker Punch comes across as a guy trying to do something really experimental, but not having the chops to do experimental. Uh-huh. 
Well, and I, I think we're well, discovering that the, thing, the, the chops the, exist. Well, yeah. the problem is, uh, no, it's, and, and actually, uh, I've quoted this, I think, in, in some other commentary, but io9, it was an essay on io9, and said, this movie is great. They just shouldn't have spent this much money on it. Hmm. Because the whole point of an experimental film is, you don't know what you're going to get. That's the definition of an experiment. It's like, I'm going to try a fucking crazy thing. And at the end, you go, wow, that sucked. <laughs> that's the point of the experiment, yeah. is let's see. We won't do that again. Exactly. Yeah. That's the whole point. Will this re- work? I don't know. I'm going to remake Psycho shot for shot. Hey, we'll never do that again. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. But, but even, was, and even, it even was the director th- says, yeah. that was a mistake. Yeah. But that's, now that's I know that. The, that's <laughs> what it means to do an experimental film. The problem is when you have a studio that spent $60 million on your experimental film, they want their $60 million back and more. And it's like, well, the problem is I don't know what I did exactly. It's kind of a wacky Good for, him for getting it out of him. Yeah, I, again, I'm, I'm more impressed by his pitching skills than by uh, what he actually achieved with the movie. Um, and, and Io9 did a really interesting thing. They said that this movie, it's a great movie. It's fantastic. It should have they should have done it for about twenty million. Mm-hmm. This movie would have made perfect sense of twenty million. You would have said, my god, you know, he's like a fucking auteur. I, it doesn't matter that it know. didn't make sense. Exactly. I, I think, I think it doesn't that matter that this this uh, it's a film school rejects. I think is the yeah film school rejects interview here, and he he says that. Um, uh, let me pull it up. Uh, you know, the interviewer asks him why. Well, why was that cut? And says, well, we tested it, and people just didn't know how to. He even trails off. He goes, people just didn't know how to. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> That's the point. People yeah. don't know how to feel about yeah, the ending. Exactly. Isn't that what you're going for? Yeah. Isn't that the whole thing? Well, you he, don't know how to feel about he it. He says, you know, I do think that the movie is crazy in a great way, but it's just, he, I think it's 30% as crazy as it could have been, and I think the movie would have been a million times better off if we just made the hardest, craziest version of the movie we could and not trying to please every audience. I think that's true. I think I think in the end it pulled its sucker punch yeah. a bit. Yeah. I think I think that it's Snyder c- committed to like there's no explaining this movie. This yeah. movie at the end they just kind of come down to literally come on stage and go yeah da 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 that was so sucker punch. And <laughs> if our spirits have offended yeah. think but this and all is ended. That might have that might have you know pulled it together where you kind of if the movie at the end just goes no it's not you it's us. We yeah. totally <laughs> just were faking all that shit. We went we just kind of lost it they yeah. gave us a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and we did. It's like it's that, just that a one week circus. Good night, everybody. Is, if, if if you had made this movie for twenty million, he could have gotten away with doing yeah. that. Absolutely. The, the studio or the production company went, uh, okay, well, it's just fucking twenty million. It's like that one Blink One Eighty Two video. I'm not a big fan of them, but but I remember that one video where he's. They were like, the record company gave us hundred grand to make a music oh, video. Oh, it's the one where they so threw we, the money off. So it. we yeah. so we but, so we bought a really so we got a really cheap camera and then just bought a bunch of stuff and destroyed it on camera <laughs> <laughs> for the length of the, the <laughs> video. I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's genius. It's like driving a Ferrari off a building. Yeah, man. Maybe is that the same one, or is it a different video where they're just literally on a rooftop of you know of some convenience store, just tossing? It cash might have been the same the, one. The it might have been the same one. I know they like smashed a TV and were like just doing all sorts of crazy shit because they're like they gave us money, so instead <laughs> of actually making a good video, we just made this video. I worked on a video, a music video with a hundred and twenty-five grand budget, which was crazy because it was just like, well, I guess that means we're like a film for two days. Then we're just gonna have like a massive truck with a massive crafty and a massive crew for three days. Hey, not for a whole film, just for three days. But it was hey, huge. Commercial commercials are great because they spend so yeah. much fucking it's money. It's amazing on how much. It's weird why they spend so much money. Best crafty I've ever eaten has been on commercials. Oh yeah, Michael Bay commercials. Yeah, yeah I was on. I was yeah. on a. I was oh, on a God, commercial. That food was so good. I was on a commercial and like yeah, the crafty. Every twenty minutes, he was like, "I just made smoothies. Who yeah. wants some? <laughs> Fuck it, hey. Hey, well, I, yeah. I worked on a. Watch roasted pig. 
Yeah. I worked Go on a roasted full y- sale student. A, yeah. a Rob, <laughs> a Rob Cohen commercial. Uh, Rob Cohen, Triple X uh, director. Fucking crafty, walking around in the middle of the night with a uh, hot cocoa. Oh. Well, hot cocoa? Would Sweet. you like cocoa? Sweet. Fucking yeah, I want cocoa. That's, that's you yeah. know what? That's that's the, a happy crew right there. Doesn't matter what exactly. you're making. Yeah. What I was gonna, yeah. what I was gonna say. We talk about it and and like what it what a complete cluster because because movies the whole thing about being like a producer and director is basically being a firefighter. It's like everything will just you're just <laughs> yeah. trying to keep yeah. things from disintegrating. Yeah, yes. and it's like yes. the question is. I'm working in a production office right now, and yeah. that's exactly what it is. And you're always and you're always like, you know, the more you know about how movies get made the more you don't understand how movies get yeah, made how exactly. do they get finished and the answer is the higher the budget is the more food they throw yeah, at you yeah they throw food at you and and massages or whatever little perks they can yeah. give you yeah it's yeah making a movie is like it's like what uh you know, Britain used to say about Northern Ireland. It's like, well, we're trying to just maintain an acceptable level of violence. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, it's like that. It's like, oh, it's totally out of control. Yeah. But no one's dead. Yeah. No <laughs> one's dead and, and only a few people have quit. So, so far it's a win. But speaking of no one being dead, uh, we just lost two we girls. Just we people, just lost yeah. four thighs right but, out of the movie right there. <laughs> Did we lose Blondie? I'm gonna, my heart is broken yeah. if we've lost Blondie. But, but again, the, uh, you know, the, the, the metaphor – they fail at the train job, sort of. I think. I, I mean, yeah. they get the knife, but they they. So did Fox. And then, and then the. <laughs> oh, and then the city blows up. The bomb still goes off, and yeah. again, oh. the the following co- the consequences in the fantasy. That's what's going on here. Everything goes to shit. The bomb goes off, and yeah. you know, Blue yeah. finds out but about they it still and stuff like have that. The knife, so, though, but which they still is have the knife. which is. But they didn't they get I the get, knife. They, they got, got the knife. They, they got whatever they, they needed. ran. They ran away. I thought the but bomb then... was was the knife. The metaphor was that the bomb equals the knife. Oh, you're right. It was project. It was project yeah, knife or it, whatever. The bomb they... was named project right. kitchen knife. Yeah, yeah. So they tried. They tried to stop. The... But they did get the bomb. It's just that rocket was killed and the right. and the the bomb going. Oh, they did get the bomb. The bomb. They didn't get the bomb. The bomb, the bomb goes off. Blew up the city. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're right. So, so the metaphor is okay. It's broken. The metaphor is broken. These are broken metaphors, but they're so close. So the one time they write and shoot and edit the metaphor correctly <laughs> yeah. the, metaphor the metaphor actually doesn't match down. doesn't actually match God what happens Jesus so good Here, Molotov have a fucking have you guys cocktail. ever, have you guys ever done a Molotov cocktail before I never, never have. Ever physically done it seems one? amazingly dangerous. I want to now. I do. We've got a, do. I've got a bottle of Jameson right over there. <laughs> you would not. No, you don't. Hey, that's true. We're not wasting. No. Just as long as we don't waste You know, you tequila. can do it with like Kamchatka or something like that. You can do it with like $4 vodka. True. Oh, um, the cheap stuff. Or gasoline. You mean it's not, it's not, it's not better fire? <laughs> what no, I, the fire is so much better with it, Jameson. It yeah. smel- well, it smells nicer. Uh, yeah. It smells really awesome. No, it's cool. I used to live in Arkansas, man, and we didn't have much to do. Perfect. I actually, uh, me and my neighbor almost set the planet on fire in Arkansas. <laughs> um, across the street from was our house. Was that you? Okay. That was us. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Sorry. Oh, hey, look at the earth legs. Okay. Across the street from our house, like our house was in this newly developed area, right? Where it's like house, 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 house. Other side of the cul-de-sac, empty. Other side of the street, field, right? Just field. Like a mowed down forest field. Not like a farming field where it's even and nice. It's like big old fucking weird old plants and bushes and it's just this dead field like acres and acres of field and we had fireworks because we were in an unincorporated part of arkansas are you shitting me we had like class b fireworks it was amazing and at one point uh, on whose jurisdiction are am, are we supposed to stop with the fireworks officer officer not no, yours Wachowski yeah. stole that juris my diction crap yeah. joke from me um and we we you know at one point the whatever it was the roman campbell or something just went and it went over that way and then it's like field's on fire Oh, the field's on fire. Yeah, nothing's going to stop that. And we happened to have like a kiddie wading pool in the 
driveway half full. So me and my buddy are like running like assholes across the street with the waiting pool. And we, you know. <laughs> Brian, you carried a waiting you pool said, to the fire. You said awesome. we should start telling awesome stories that don't go anywhere. No, that was That's great. That's true. No, that and was perfect. Are. You're you welcome. Did. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. Because here's where, shockingly, you know, in this, uh, you know, this perfect outfit for a jailbreak, by the way. It's uh, <laughs> pretty much the, what you want to be wearing. Jailbreak by the jailbait? Yep. Oh, nice. Oh. Well played, sir. Jailbreak. Um, is this is where I'm like, okay, finally, you know, we're moving in, and and you know, in in structure form. I'm like, great, the third act is finally beginning, and we're gonna see the what? We're gonna you get, know. we're gonna get the Inglorious Bastards ending where she escapes and she goes in and dances and fucking brings the place down like yeah, Samson and kills them all, and everyone dies, <laughs> and it's and boom, and no, it's just they're gonna roll credits and show us a musical number that comes out of fucking nowhere. So well, um, we we have a we have a very important bus stop scene that with, a, a beautiful which, a beautiful bus stop scene, which was I, I was kind of like. What? Yeah, which uh, I I still don't I so this movie is making more sense to me now than it was before, but yeah. I still don't understand I mean, I how Scott Glenn as the bus driver fits into it. Well, the whole thing is yeah. the, the Scott Glenn as the bus driver. It's it's maybe I'm maybe I'm you know being being petty about the way I'm describing mm. it, but Scott Glenn as the bus driver basically was nice to her and so she was like she, the only reason she ultimately got away was because of him you know lying okay. to the cops and stuff like that so now when she goes back and reme- you know because this whole movie is a flashback now when she goes back and remembers everything he's the voice of the subconscious and he's the voice of all the he, other stuff he's she the just, Obi-Wan yeah she just cast him as the Obi-Wan because the bus driver was nice to her <laughs> is basically yeah. what happens alright alright and that's fine but you, you know the other thing that you helped or didn't help make the ending <laughs> as satisfying as it could be, you know, help make the movie less, less satisfying, which is a strange phrase. But um, is that, uh, uh, you know, the survivor chick, she's my least favorite of the girls. Yeah. It's like of all the ones who could have been the one to be saved. It's like, what, why did it have to be that one? I like, <laughs> I like, I literally like every other girl more than I like her. So what's the movie trying maybe, to say there? Maybe it yeah, could have, well, well, it, it, there is a, a, possible message there i'm not saying the movie was was going for that but you could do a thing where it's like even if she was the worst of them yeah. she, you know she if, still you, deserves can, better if you can than get this. anyone out this is, this is saving private ryan yeah could, could should should baby doll have said earn this yeah. <laughs> if you can if earn you, this it's like it'd be great to get everyone out but if you can only get one out it doesn't matter if it's the shittiest one just get her out you know <laughs> basically enough. is the thing um, and don't be such a cunt from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But, but in who, who that knows case, how lobotomies work? In that case, no, they yeah, probably... No, tragically, just mouth. like that. In no. that case, they probably should have made her a little shittier. To, Even to, worse. To make it, Again, yeah. it goes back to a clarity issue. It's yeah. just not clear enough. To make, it, to make it clearer that that was a theme where Baby Doll was right. like, I don't care if you're a horrible bitch and you have been this entire time I've known you. You deserve better than this. And yeah. if only one of us can get out and it can't be me, then get the fuck out of yeah. here. I, uh, if that's the best we can do, then that's yeah. Then do I tried it. to learn more you're about a person too. God damn it! I tried right. to learn more about lobotomies after this came out because I was why you know, would you curious? Do that? I was curious, and yeah. it's actually there's there's not a lot of really official write ups. There, there's there's stuff that you can read from back in the day, but there's not much explanation. Recently, looking back, it's like here's what they were really doing, and that's what happened when it happened. Uh, but the the gist of it, my understanding is that the the connection between the two lobes of your brain, what they're doing is they're just tearing the first inch of it off. So you're losing the the corpus callosum in the, the middle. The Lobe yeah. area. That's one way. Of oh, they it. do that. No, yeah, the other way there, is just you know, to. There, there, there are other reasons. Like, there's the two halves of the that. orange that are your brain, and they're kind of yeah. connected inside along. The, oh yeah, yeah. They're kind of ripping the the middle of that. that. It's called the corpus callosum that that goes in between the brain. Like the, he said, the there are between the left hemisphere and the right. Yeah, hemisphere. there are actually legitimate oh, reasons totally in surgery for, that you can do that and for yeah, and like to sever treatment of like forms of epilepsy or something like that. That although it is weird because in in extreme cases, if you sever those connections, you literally do have two brains. 
it's like you have two brains. In they your can't head. talk to each other anymore. Yeah, they don't yeah. talk to each other anymore. So it's 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 a case where literally you could say your left hand doesn't know what your right yeah. hand is doing. There are like two thoughts going on in your head, and like, oh, what's my? Uh, it seems my left brain wants a drink. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you know, it's it's odd because brains are. You ever wonder weird. what it'd be like to be a two headed snake? Where it's like you have the same everything yeah. except Dude, for we're two going heads, this way. Fuck two you. brains, four eyes, like. But we wouldn't have got nothing in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole concept <laughs> Just, of lobotomy. I mean, what if you it, run out of things to talk about? The whole idea of lobotomy is, uh, you know, was one of these like, seriously, what? And it, it became this big craze, and they did a lot of them. And then later, people were just like, this is awful and terrible well, and it's useless just like, what we're doing. It's just like leaching or anything trepanation. else. Yeah. Yeah. Trepanation, yeah. It's like. I mean, it's what happened. Uh, you, know why, you know why they don't have any, any you know. You know, looking back on it or whatever, scientific studies, they're like, you drove a fucking spike into their brain. Yeah. What do you think happened? They, they did all kinds of studies and they were like, oh, look how wonderful it is. You know, but you know, it cured her nymphomania. It's like, well, that's because she doesn't know what sex is anymore. Yeah. Why she can't move. But, but, do I want to know what trepanation is? Trepanation dr- drilling is a hole, where drilling a hole in the skull. You drill a hole. And it's not, it's not, uh, no, a release it's, of pressure, which God, is man, not drilling holes in his head isn't and, the answer. Uh, yeah. Drilling, dr- drilling was a really late addition to trepanation when they were doing trepanation. It started with yeah, scraping. It started with scraping or, or, or ch- chiseling, but, uh, yeah. We, and we, we know that people didn't die when this happened. Yeah. You, there's skulls of people that have a hole drilled in the skull, but then clearly healing happened, years of healing happened but, at the hole. By the way, you know, fun fact, there was a documentary about, uh, uh, the whole thing about lobotomy, about how it became this thing where suddenly everyone was doing it, and then it was like, wait, why the fuck are we doing this? They wait a second. Yeah. Because a guy, you know, because a guy, basically the guy who said, no, it's great, said, no, it's great for a very long time, and people believed him. Um, that's something, a lot of bullshit yeah. in medical treatments. Exactly. Get out what, what things are we doing now? A lot but, of bullshit in general. But, uh, Homeopathy? One of the general? things that came up, yeah, well, yeah. One of the things that came up in the documentary was, you know, it's always been sort of part of the Kennedy family history that, well, there was the older daughter, Eunice, who was mentally impaired and she spent her life in an institution. Apparently she was fine until they had her lobotomized and Jeez. it went so wrong that they basically vegetized her and, and, you know, but they never said we, and it's because, supposedly the rumor is because she was, well, she liked boys a little too much and, and the doctor said it would cure her little nymphomania problem, and they just basically, you know, that did cut it. out her brain. Yeah, and uh, but it became back into the left. But it was a, back into but the it left. was a Kennedy's family sort of secret. Like, well, she no, she had a she had a mental breakdown. It's like, yeah. yeah, because of the spike. Yeah, the you, spike broke. You it. had a guy put in her head. The spike was the mental breakdown. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so yeah, and 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 trepanning or, or trepanning or whatever uh, I always for a while I had it confused with the song from the, the Nutcracker Trepak the Russian <laughs> dance I was like oh. I don't know what's going on in the Nutcracker but it's totally just fucked up but I don't want to see it <laughs> so I was very confused for a little while yeah. So this is where I'm like the end. Cool okay, story, bro. This is where I'm, I'm just <laughs> watching this thing going. Okay, now I just feel weird. Now I'm just feeling weird about what the hell's going on. Well, you're now. supposed to. Yeah. According to you guys, did you guys get uh, a little held up on the fact that she didn't have visible lobotomy injury at all? Well, she should well, they be bleeding out of the eye. She should probably yeah. have a an massive eye, a, little a, wound in that should, in the corner or, or of her like, eye, or at least a blood tear. Yeah. How they didn't do a blood tear? I was kind of like, oh, was that too obvious or what? Because what they're doing is they're going too past, they're going yeah, past too on the nose. That can't be the reason. <laughs> they, they, they go in from the bottom of your orbit over your tear duct up into your head. It's going uh, under your eyebrow. If you imagine, you know, up. Sorry, Brian. Never mind. In any case, inside anyway, your eye, there's a spike up in your brain. Inside of your eye. So well, you would have a hole there. You're literally piercing through the eyelid back into the skull. There's a spike in your brain. You mad, bro? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, not because I don't, we took that part out. Yeah, yeah, we, heard yeah, you like, like, we heard you like sucker punch. We <laughs> so bottomize you. So you can think about it while you don't think about it. 
Yo, dog. <laughs> heard you like sucker punches. And now, oh, yes. and now we, we heard you like sucker punches, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah, yeah. Now, in terms of theme, we get uh, we get Sweet Pea literally narrating the theme to us, yeah. Yeah. literally asking the question to the She's audience. She's playing in the movie for us. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. But but again, it's it's Beautiful so transition. late in it that you're like, oh, you're, you're almost, but, you but, have some splaining to but, do. Yeah, but, but it's also almost frustrating because you were like, oh, if you had told me this an hour and a half ago, I wouldn't have felt like I was wasting my time. Yeah, yeah. but I did. So now I'm just ma- even. I'm already mad. I'm already mad. Yeah. And the fact that you had this and didn't give it to me just makes me mad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you knew that all along, movie. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? Well, my thought in in all of those, whenever I watch a movie where that kind of it feels that way at the end, I go. So my first thought is always, is that is is that really what you're doing? Or are you just pulling that out of your ass at the end? Mm-hmm. Because you know you need to say something weighty at yeah. the end of it. It is that's a vo- how people seem to feel about source code. A voiceover that, is always a suspect. It's yeah, like if absolutely. someone's like doing a voiceover, it's like that could have been two days before the release. Yep. A, and there's and there's Spock again. Yeah. So here he is. He's he's saving her, and she's like, yeah. "You are my mentor, God." Yes. <laughs> it will be the beginning of a friendship that will define you. The both. other thing is, I mean, do you think important maybe just that Scotland's skeleton is shrinking, but it's not getting <laughs> shorter. It's just getting. Thinner, <laughs> and it's pulling his face in with it. <laughs> that could be uh, that could be what it is. <laughs> That's he, the only viable hypothesis <laughs> I've heard. He is a kind of a, he's kind of a jelly-like sinkhole. Okay, <laughs> Scott Glenn, jelly-like sinkhole. I think he's Scott awesome. Glenn. You guys Scott are mean. Glenn. I want to cast. Oh, him. Yeah, no, I think he's great. I love Scott Glenn. <laughs> I think he's great. I want to cast. It's just he looks so weird too. in this movie with his big beady eyes. <laughs> What? What? His big, big beady, beady eyes. He's, he's got big, like dark black eyes. <laughs> and his petite hawk like snaz. See, big beady eyes. Uh, and about he the ears. Shrimp. Look, he's his got stout, Vulcan. lanky limbs. He's got Vulcan ears. Look at those things. My God. Yeah, he should play a Vulcan. He really should. He's ready to play Spock's Maybe brother. Maybe Star Trek Two. JJ, twelve. What if Spock had a brother? 12, JJ, sorry, yes. <laughs> I'm sitting closest to him. I better yeah, be careful about punch. it. Talk about sucker punch. Biff. <laughs> Didn't see that coming, did you? To you, my ass. You will be <laughs> So You have the first ten right so on the, on the Right about here, there. I'm sitting in the theater going, oh, God, wait, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you? Oh, you son of a... Oh, fuck. I was, I was so mad at this point. I'm like, Really? All of that was for nothing. Is that really what the deal was? That's pretty joke. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's pretty. the sucker punch. Yeah. Okay, and then, but then what really was then what really made me totally unsure about the fabric of nature and the you know the reality beneath my feet was then suddenly over the credits there's this monstrous musical number that was fantastic. Ah! It was completely fantastic, Frozen. and I'm like, I'm like, this can't. They didn't just do this for the credits. Yeah. What is this? But then, I mean, the narration even says it's talking. I, I guess right at the end, but it's it's so late that you're like, what the fuck does that mean? But it's even talking to the audience. It's like Rick Carter. It's like yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna complain about you know mindless action and and you know women fighting monsters and stuff like that, and it's not interesting and stuff. Vote with your vote with your wallets, people. Yeah. This is you. You're the ones who can change. And they this. did. Uh, and they yeah. and they did. I so like how, it worked. Uh, but yeah. Andrew Kramer is off screen in every credit plate. Look at this. Yeah. This up, is very up, much up yeah. top, up top, up beautiful credit. Hey, I actually was really going. This is really a sexy credit sequence, and that was before the music number. Yeah, yeah, started. yeah. No, yeah. I, I like the color. I didn't players. know there was a music number because we gave up on. Oh it my by god! The time. So I'm I'm gonna watch it now. Anyway, while you're watching, yeah, you really do have to watch it. It's fantastic. I mean, uh, you're not gonna get the full effect. The song is great too. Um, yeah. Well, the song is weird. It's kind of a, like a over the top kind of number, but uh, Sucker Punch. 
is is disappointing to me um, at the same time as I like it. Uh, it's not disappointing to me the way that someone who hated this movie would be disappointed in it. They'd be like, oh, that could have been fucking awesome. It's disappointing because I really like it, but I think it could have been a better version of what I like. And I think if it was that, other people would have had a better time with it. A better time with it. Um, it, it obviously does make sense. Sort of. It's just not very well, interesting. It's not obvious, but it does make sense it, if you if you yeah. It's, yeah, it, you it's, it's it. if you. It, I feel like it needed another draft and probably and probably a, a good clean punch up from someone else before it went to a sucker punch up. Ah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a sucker. Punch I don't know. <laughs> Take a shot, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I, I should. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm running low. I I'm love the soundtrack. Pubes. I love, I love, I love a lot of the visuals. Uh, this is the kind of movie I'll put on at parties, uh, and I'll and I'll oh sure yeah because wow. it's just there you, you know, go just have it over there just like people you know hanging out drinking and it's got it's music right there and you just people kind of having a conversation glance over occasionally to see the giant amazing orc fight uh, back to the conversation. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's Zack Snyder's demo reel. You know yeah you can get you can get the yeah. you can get the compilation of Michelle Gondry's videos. That's what this is. Right, exactly. Zack Snyder's compilation of music. Videos. All in all, it's uh, disappointed me, and um, I wish more people had liked it, but I also wish. It was better, so I, I don't blame them for not liking it. Uh, how just, did that? How just, did that happen? How have you have you decided you like the movie a little bit less, and we've all come to like the movie a little bit more over the course of this? I don't commentary. like it any less at all. Okay, no, I, I, I still like it a lot. Okay, I just wish for the, for I the visuals the versus the story. I mean, that, that's the distinction we're making. Well, here. the story. No, no, no. See, I wish I've I've been more articulate about that. My thing isn't. Um, I think there are two kinds of people who can like Sucker Punch. There might be more, but uh, they fall into two basic categories. Queer boys and assholes. The <laughs> and the lobotomized. <laughs> right. Finally, a movie for me. Uh, you could say there's the kind of people who would like Sucker Punch because they liked Transformers 2 as well. They just like that kind of thing. I don't fall into that camp. I don't like it for the visuals. I liked it for the emotions that I felt watching it, which is a mix of the visuals and the music and the story being simple enough and slightly baffling, and it just put well, me in this weird dream state, like Eddie talks about with some of the stuff that he likes. Right. Is, so, so, but was it an emotion being created by? I'm curious. Was it an emotion being created by what was actually going on in the movie, or was it like I'm feeling very confused and I don't and like that kind of emotion? No, no, no. That's it wasn't a meta emotion. I'm okay. confused. And a meta emotion. That was the question I was asking. Uh, okay, it, no, it wasn't a meta emotion. It was a. It was like I was watching a series of very good music videos, especially okay. the beginning. Especially the sweet now. dreams are the sweet dreams are made of these. Uh, this sweet dreams are made of this. That is a great intro. And yeah. uh, the Pixies song, "Where's My Mind," and all those things. But the slow and really sad and music boxy version, and the pictures, and you know, it's just, it, it's this is this is weird Avatar. <laughs> you know, it's very simple, and it doesn't it doesn't keep everyone's attention, and it's gorgeous, and it just works for me. I don't, I can't explain myself. Bran? Yeah, I find myself weirdly uh, liking this movie more and being more disappointed in it than I was at the outset because it's. It is a lot closer to being somewhere oh, really. Pixel Mondo. Uh, uh, it's a lot closer to being somewhere really special or really solid than that, than I had uh, given it credit for it at the beginning. So it's at the same time it's like, oh no, there's there's actually there's something real going on here. Almost. It's, hey guys, I found a movie. I found a movie. <laughs> I was watching Sucker Punch and a movie happened. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Not yeah. not quite. You know, it's it's. It's, I watched this first time going, oh, well, that was you know, 50% of the way there, visuals and no story. But no, there actually is a story. So it's more like it's 90% of the way there. And it just needed that last 10% to be something really fantastic, which makes me like the movie more because there's more than I thought there was at the beginning. But it also disappoints me more than I was earlier because it's that much closer to that having been really awesome and not getting there. 
I'll bet you this movie gets a little bit of a cult status going on in the future, though. If, re- if Repo Genetic Opera can do it. Oh, Jesus. Do it. I don't even know how that one. But. <laughs> we'll see this, so there's hope for anyone. Yeah, movie. exactly. Dorkman? Uh, I feel exactly the same way as Brian, actually. I'm like, I thought I was, we were going to come in and like, yeah, fuck it, and blah, 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 blah. I thought, but, thought this was going to be a hate fest. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was too, but, but I'm like, there's, yeah, there's actually a movie here. It's, it's not quite as close as it could be, and, and as you said, I like it more, and I'm more disappointed. Because before, you know, before I, you, could, you kind of couldn't even be disappointed. You're like, how can I be disappointed <laughs> when something is just plainly stupid? Like, yeah, how can yeah. I be disappointed that it wasn't there? But now it's like... You don't walk oh. past a pile of shit and say, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that could have been something. Yeah. That's how, you know, that's how I feel about, you know, when I, like, arguing with people on the internet and stuff, people were like, was that really... They see a, a, an argument or something, they're like, was that really, like, frustrating? I'm like, like, I don't get frustrated with stupid people because I know they're stupid and they can't understand. What yeah. frustrates me are the s- people I know are smart who aren't <laughs> getting it. stupid it's, points. Yeah. It's like going to the Special Olympics to go, you all suck. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's I'm like... I'm sorry. I'm going to stop this right now. There's something wrong with those kids. Yeah. You people not see this. Something medically wrong. So, like, this movie, this movie as <laughs> we've... A, that's a Sean Baby quote, by the way. I can't take credit. Carry this, on. This movie, as we've talked about, is not actually a stupid movie. It's It's... Pretty close to being a damn smart movie, actually. <laughs> damn it! And that makes it disappointing because yeah. it doesn't make it there. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I like it better, but I'm more disappointed. But on the on the other hand, I again, I, I can feel better about Snyder as a filmmaker again because because I felt that he was a very smart filmmaker, and then I saw this and I was like, oh, uh, maybe some, not, maybe yeah. not. But now I'm like. I can feel better about that again and hold out hope for his next thing, at least, which is Superman. Which is so, Superman, yeah. we'll so hopefully we'll that'll actually work out. Superman, better than but I, with uh, oh. with the Chris Nolan team on the producing yeah. and writing side. So, so let's see how yeah. that happens. So you know, fingers crossed. But but Mike in the chat room, I Jim wants to know if it took you this long to see what you're seeing now in the story. What were you noticing up until now? Well, nothing. That's the problem. Is it's it's well, a, you had only had one from viewing. There was a story happening. I had one. I had one viewing, and I. The, like we talked about, there's not a clear enough co- correlation between the metaphor and there's there, there's too many levels of me- metaphor to for it to be easy. And then there's you know some some of the metaphor is happening before the real event happens and stuff like and the, that. The, and correla- it, the relationship isn't one to one. The relationship isn't one to one. It's it's confusing the way it's put together. You have to kind of look at it a couple of from a couple of angles and you have to wrestle with it and and if you only see it once and you don't necessarily know there's more to it there you're not going to i if we if we didn't have the show i would never have watched sucker punch again right. and i would never have have seen any of this stuff here's it's there are certain movies out there like source code like inception primer definitely but there are plenty of the movies that you when you watch them the first time you go i know i didn't get all of this and i know if i watch this a second time it will make more sense this movie is that, but it doesn't tell you it's that. <laughs> so you watch yeah. it this first time, it's like, that was just a giant pile of shit. And yeah. you never, it, it doesn't clue you in the way Source Code or Inception does go, no, you really need to go back and watch, which, watch for these Which, clues. to be fair, I, I, I have to give some, you know, some kudos and respect to Zack Snyder for, there's almost like a humility there. He's not yeah. coming out and being like, I'm making a smart movie. Yeah. He's just like, I'm making a movie, and yeah. you get it or you if don't. If you don't get so, it, yeah. then you suck. Yeah. That, yeah. W- that was what I took away from it. In the theater, watching it in the theater, I, I literally just sort of about 30, 50% of the way through, I just checked out mentally. Yeah. And I said, I'm just going to fanboy squee on it. And, you know, and I'll think about if I have to do laundry during the, you know, during <laughs> the. Have you guys noticed in the logo, there's a lobotomizing thing in the S and a sword oh, in the S. Yeah. Nice. I love the logo so much. This movie is like, you know, 
you're humming the production design. Like I said, I'm like, look at the texture on that wall instead of whatever the fuck it's supposed to be about. But um, I, 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 I wasn't mad at Snyder, and I wasn't like mad even at the movie when I saw it in the theater because I was just like, well, okay, goddamn, he made that thing. He and made I, the hell I out think of he it. did that on purpose. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did that on purpose. It's not because he's inept. This is not birdemic. I mean, this is not like this film is yeah. just a, a stupid pile of things. It's just like whatever that was, it wasn't for me. <laughs> and I'm not sure who it's for, but I guess they'll, for somebody. they'll it see it. It feels like it's for somebody. And it turned out that, you know, for whatever reason, in the theaters anyway, it wasn't for a lot of people. And uh, and then that's it's kind of explicable because it's like how – how did that movie not make that's, that, a lot that, of money? That was exactly my thing. It's I was like, like there, are, there are worse movies than that. I mean, it's like again, I, I didn't lose any respect for Snyder as a filmmaker um, any more than I lost respect for Edgar Wright because I didn't particularly right. myself care for Scott Pilgrim. It's like, no, he's still Edgar Wright. Look on right. the screen. There it is. But I saw, that, the, I saw this movie, and I came out of it, and I was like – I you know, the first time yeah. I was like, I – think I hated that movie. I don't anymore, but yeah. I think I hated that movie. It was really dumb and it was all visuals, but how did it not make a billion dollars yeah. when Transformers 2 did? Yes, that, yes. that's exactly that's, it. That's the That's question. the ultimate thing. I would so much <laughs> rather that people went to see this yeah. than, than Transformers, Transformers 2. 2. Yeah. But uh, but for whatever reason, they they didn't do it, and you know, it's the kind of thing that keeps studio executives up at night. Uh, we did kind of, now that I'm seeing, you know, seeing a second time any movie, you're going to go, oh, I didn't get that the first time. So, you know, it's not like I have a new understanding of what the movie was. I have a new understanding of the extremely subtle and underplayed ways in which it was doing what I thought it was doing that uh, I didn't necessarily catch. But uh, um, in the end, it's just like, well, you know, it's 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 an experimental film. It is. It's, I'm going to try this crazy, bullshit, whacked out thing. And uh, he got someone else to pay for it, and that's great. And they're going to let him do it again. <laughs> that's, that's how he's the real genius. That's, that's the real genius. genius. Like I said, the, the pitch of this movie was the real genius. And I bet it was done with a lot of artwork. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet yeah. it was a flip chart pitch. Like, then, then, then she's like this. Green light, done. Thank you, thighs. So we'll never know. It'll be lost to history, but they should tell us these things. So Sucker Punch, better than you think. That's the tagline. Crazy. Suck a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> suck a bunch. <laughs> it's goes suck a bunch. So, so actually, I, I bet that this, this commentary was a sucker punch for a number of our viewers. Like, they're going to fucking hate on they're it. Gonna they're going to like, no, actually, we found merit in it. What? I, it's, yeah, <laughs> suck it's, a punch. It's, 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 I don't it's, know what it is about SP movies that yeah. I have a seemingly contrarian opinion about, but those commentaries always make me scared. Yeah. They always work out. They're, this is, it goes on the shelf with the, there's, there's the perfect movie shelf, there's the piece of crap shelf, and then there's the... We don't know what this is, but we're going to yeah. keep an eye on it <laughs> because there's something to it, and we're glad we have it. So let's put it on that shelf. Can't tell if serious. Mm. <laughs> Not sure if serious. Not yes. sure if serious. Huh? This has been Down in Front. You can always find our episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Get a brand new episode every single week. Twitter.com slash Down in Front. Facebook, Down in Front Show. Email us at Down in Front Show at gmail.com. Get on the forum, uh, downinfront.net slash forum, and there's a wonderful community of great, wonderful, smart people talking about movies. And Mall 2. No, I'm kidding, Mall 2. It was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, and at the forum, we'll announce when and where the live chats are happening, where you can watch us with the, uh, you know, the live streaming and the chat room and the people and all that stuff. It's always at downinfront.net slash live, but you have to go to the forum to know when, where, and what movie is happening. I guess we also mentioned it on Twitter. You could just do that. Uh, let's see. Don't go, don't, you can't buy anything from Amazon because California is weird. You can buy our shirts, <laughs> and if you don't want to buy anything, there's a big shiny PayPal button. We're not asking. We're just saying. Uh, we should start you, asking. Man, we should start asking, yeah. Donate, for fuck's sake. Show notes and chapter 
likes on iTunes, Holden Hill, Design Dined, Design Dined, Design Dined, Dined and maintained the website. for anything that ever happened in a movie twice. Thank you, Doc Sub, for doing all the tropes today. And my name is T. Christie. Brian Pettifer. Mike Scott Trace. And this has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. Thighs. I mean, I was just getting. That was yeah. I was loose. You know, you know. To be fair, right off the he rails did the, the the previous. You know, he did three hundred. He had to do something for his straight friends <laughs> this time. <laughs> that's that's that what really true. went here. It's like Spielberg. But I'm gonna make Private Ryan for my dad. I'm gonna make Shinders for my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Trendsinyourhead.com.